0: Friday, February sixteenth, two thousand twenty-four, and this is the Talk Film Society podcast. I am your host, Marcelo Pico, editor in chief of Talk Film Society, and with me for yet another episode of the awards season series that we're doing through the end of uh, of, of this of this Oscar, you know, you know, you know, season uh, through through mid March. Mm. It's my co-host Siobhan Irving. Hello, Siobhan. what the hell is up
1: Marcelo? it's been a while since i talked to you it's been a while since i recorded with you like a week Um, and a half so much stuff has happened with both of our lives i'm sure our first segment of course famously is catching up or whatever catching up
0: (laughs) how are you no the uh the 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 thing i always put down in my notes is uh who are we who are we that's who are we who are we uh At hey junk on twitter yeah and i'm Marcelo j pico uh everywhere uh i'm on letterboxd i'm on instagram i'm on twitter i'm on blue sky uh all under that <laughs> blue same sky, handle. yeah yeah how, how, how's how's blue sky doing siobhan couldn't tell you okay i mean
1: uh it, it seems uh, look they just opened up so anybody can get in there no more yeah. friend code bullshit yeah um and that's nice, I guess, but I have a feeling most people that wanted to be in there were in there. Yeah, and I'm sure that a lot of like clicks have been formed, and it's probably nice for the people that want it, but I don't really want it
0: anymore. Yeah. I'm fine being on Twitter. Uh, I I'm not going to call it the other name. Uh, I, I I had like a semi-viral tweet uh, today. As of this recording, did you went you went
1: you went goddamn viral for showing off a
0: Jurassic Park poster? Semi-viral. Okay, that's uh, that'll be my who are we segment. So I'm Marcelo Pico. I enjoy (laughs) movies, Uh, and recently I I took a trip to New York City, and I I did a lot of things. I watched some movies there, watched some Broadway shows. Mm. Uh, But one thing I want to highlight is I went to the Spike Lee exhibition at the Brooklyn Museum. And that was that was cool. What'd you uh, see? Do
1: they have like Radio Rahim's radio? Uh,
0: you know what? No, but they, they have uh, Denzel Washington's uh, trumpet from Mo Better Blues, uh, and they have other props from his other movies, and That's they cool. they have Spike Lee's uh, first uh, a camera, first film camera, um, and wow. and they have. Hey, speaking of Oscars, they have his two Oscars on display wow yeah
1: real two oscars yeah
0: and i and i took a picture in front of him uh and 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 like siobhan was uh was saying the the viral tweet that happened i posted a picture of um uh, there's an entire room where if of, of just like of just like movie memorable memorabilia not just of his movies but of like other movies uh included in that collection are signed posters uh from francis ford coppola from uh fellini films um scorsese uh and also uh the the post i posted was a jurassic park poster uh signed by steven spielberg and the signature says uh to spike roar with five r's um <laughs> from steven spielberg um, cute idea yeah cute easy, easy adorable that spielberg is adorable That's stevie yeah. So yeah, that's that's who am I, uh, Siobhan? What about you?
1: Uh, I have an interview tomorrow, so uh, by the time you're listening to this, there's a there's a good chance that you may be listening to uh, the latest uh, 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 tranny working at Hardee's. Hell
0: yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! So uh, fingers crossed, uh, you get that. Um, I get
1: the most basic fast food job i can in the world
0: i mean uh, uh, hey you got to get somewhere as as one artist you got to uh, get it where you can right Marcello? Yeah, that's what you always say you know what i'm talking about buddy uh i you saw the sp- apartment last week i know what you're doing <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm i'm using other people's uh, apartments to just uh, have affairs exactly that's exactly <laughs> what i'm talking about um, okay uh, you know I, I i i think that covers it i think that's who are we uh oh, oh by the way yeah uh Oscars I love the Oscars I also hate the Oscars. Uh I have a love hate thing with them. You hate to love them, right? I hate to love them. I, but yeah. I, but I like to watch them leave. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, what, like <clears throat> all
1: of this is really just like uh um preparation for when the Oscars leave us and uh we can finally <laughs> stop talking
0: about them. <laughs> But you, but your relationship with the Oscars at this point, right now, it's it's um, it's mid February 2024. We're we're recording on Valentine's Day Eve. Valentine's uh, Day Eve. So do you love the it's Oscars? It's Almost
1: like my lover is uh, cinema.
0: Is yeah. And is, is, it's, Oscar. I do think
1: the I don't think the Oscars necessarily treat my lover too well all the
0: time. <laughs> oh, but. you got that right. I mean, ask uh, ask Greta Gerwig. Director. Who was <laughs> Ask the- Greta
1: Gerwig, Oscar nominee this year,
0: <laughs> That's just how truth. she's feeling about the Oscars. <laughs> she must hate the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> but you are not answer my question. Do you love them? I like them. God okay. damn it. I hate to,
1: li- <laughs> I hate to love them. I, 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 that was the first thing I <laughs> oh, said. Sorry, I think that I'm is not- an answer.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, oh, um, um, I, I, I believe, and, and maybe we'll get into this in the... Um, in the uh, what we've been watching segment, but I have a feeling you've been watching more Oscar nominees from this year. Is that right, Siobhan? Um, <laughs> it's
1: plausible that I it's may plausible. have seen one or two Oscar nominees
0: in this last week. I am coughing from this year. I I'm excited, but uh, but hey, I'll, I'll ask you this: Does it not give you a charge when you go? Here mm. we go starting mm. a a, uh, a nominee not of past years but of this year of 2024 here we go crossing another one off my list it
1: does it really does and and of past years i do feel like i'm crossing one off the bucket list i'm watching an oscar movie that was like best yeah. picture exactly. i do get i do get that little charge and yes it is extra special when it's the current year
0: yeah and and we have multitudes i mean uh, we spent uh, several hours recording Saw commentaries last year, so we can do both. You know, we can do it all. You can we talk can do it all. You can horror. We can talk uh, uh, prestige films. Uh, uh, maybe I can talk musicals uh, later this year. Uh, stay tuned to find out. Um, but yeah, it, it, uh, Talk Film Society can talk film. And we can talk scores, which is the topic oh, of that's this right. episode. Siobhan, thank you. I was good to do that. Music. That's the segment of the. I mean, that's the uh, the uh, the theme. That's the subject of, of this episode. We do categories each episode. Uh, like last week, we did screenplays. This week, we're doing uh, the best score category and song as a bonus. And song as a bonus. Uh, you know, we're. we're I'm, I'm not going to commit too much to the song portion of it. Um, but yeah, we'll, 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 mention songs. Uh, but the, uh, the, the, the best score Oscar winner that we're covering this week is Frida, uh, from 2002. Uh, so we'll talk about that movie. We'll talk about our favorite scores of the year of 2023 and yeah. And what and was a, that, what was that name that you just said? Frida. Uh,
1: can you Marcelo, uh, for the future, can you keep my mom's name out of your mouth? <laughs>
0: i do apologize i apologize to, to to your mom thank you yes uh and also F- uh, frida the movie uh i uh, i i i, I, I Marcella, will not i will not put about? that name in my mouth what did we just talk about i heard what? it again oh ups. i will not put your mother's name in my mouth I, thank you otherwise i will get slapped thank uh, you exactly yes
1: all right <laughs> we can move on but we can move watch on
0: yourself. So that that is who we, we are and what this episode is. Now for the news. You fucking motherfucker. Uh, the news. the uh, news. they put out a video. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I I did not have that on my docket, but but uh, quickly, Siobhan. I mean, you can talk about it. I saw it too. Uh, uh, just just yesterday, um, the twelfth uh, of February, uh, uh, ABC just released a. F- in a four minute almost, or was it almost five minutes? It was five
1: minutes. It was like four fifty-six or something.
0: Yeah. A, uh, a commercial, I guess. Uh, but can you even call it commercial? If it's a short film length, um, uh, uh the, an, an advertisement for the Oscars. Um, uh, and, and it's, and honestly, I'll, I'll just say this. And yeah, it's, it's, it stars Jimmy McKimmel and the cast of Barbie. Um, uh, more specifically Kate McKinnon, uh, and uh, playing her character Weird Barbie, uh, guiding Jimmy Kimmel, the host of the Oscars this year, through the films of uh, of, of, of uh, the Best Picture nominees of this year. Uh, that's the premise. Um, then America Ferrera shows up, Ryan Gosling shows up. Um, uh, but yeah, I hey, I enjoyed it. Not bad uh, for me. Reminiscent of uh, Billy Crystal and his she- and his shenanigans. Um, but I, I wonder why it was so long, and I wonder why they didn't do something like that during the actual ceremony. Uh, uh, but anyway, that was my thought. Uh, Siobhan, what did you think of this video? I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I, I thought you did. I was just trying to anticipate what the news could be. Okay. <laughs> Is there anything else? Uh, the DGA Awards. That happened um, oh, just man, this past Director's weekend. The Awards. Yeah, the Directors Guild Awards. And guess who won, Siobhan? Christopher Nolan. Chris Nolan himself. Chrissy Knowles. Chrissy Knowles. Uh, I'm pulling up the list because I did forget who else was nominated off the top of my head.
1: The ZomBentress um, guy, Johnny Glaze.
0: John <laughs> Mr. Donuts himself. Uh, no, he uh, he was not nominated. So so good, here were the good. five. Who were the five who were nominated for the DJ award? Greta Greta Gerwig, yes. Uh, Yorgos that, Lanthimos, that, that one nominated. girl for
1: for uh, the that other Justine Triet.
0: No, uh, mm. again Gerwig, Lanthimos, Nolan, Alexander Payne, and Martin Scorsese. Marty. So yeah, so the ones who Marty. the ones who matched uh, were uh, the ones who matched the Oscar Best Director nominees. Uh, Nolan. Lanthimos and Scorsese uh, Gerwig and Payne Not in the Oscar running Gerwig as Marty! we know Gerwig as we know dude, uh, uh, I love it um, That's a reference of course to The Sopranos uh, Siobhan any thoughts on Nolan winning the DJ Award for best director
1: We are currently Three days out from uh, Oppenheimer hitting Peacock Marcelo.
0: Oh my! Oh, that's right. Next so, week, I, yeah. I'm, next I, week. I, I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that up. Next week, you will have your opinions on Oppenheimer on the show. Yeah. Pro- Come on. <laughs> we'll, we'll, see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. It'd be funny if you just don't watch it. <laughs> just to, like, no, I'm not going to see that.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'll, we'll definitely have my thoughts on Madam Webb.
0: Oh, of course, Madam Web. Are you? I mean, come on! How excited are you? Um, this, is, you know, what the 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 other thing on my uh, on, on, in the news I wrote down, I put down Madam Web. How excited <laughs> are you for Madam Web, Siobhan?
1: Marcello, genuinely,
0: very excited to see Madam Web. You know what? I will see it. Uh, it's gotten horrible reviews. Yeah. Uh, uh, people have compared it to Catwoman, the 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 the, the Halle Berry Catwoman. Twenty, oh, no. 20 years ago. Uh. Um, I do uh, not like Catwoman. <laughs> but it it it's it's it, I saw a uh an infograph that basically uh listed all the Sony Marvel movies uh and the Rotten Tomato scores. They're all like in the same range, like from between twenty and like fifteen.
1: Even those Venom movies aren't rated well, and I think both of those are great. I mean yeah. it, it, the second one's great. The first one I think is still good. I, and, like, I I'm a fan of the amazing Spider Man movies. I thought Morbius morbius is bad but i didn't hate myself i didn't hate watching it
0: yeah i i enjoyed some parts of morbius it it wasn't a total i mean i've seen worse and it's it's and yeah i i i do enjoy the comparison that people have made of like all these sony marvel movies um basically you know Traveling through a wormhole from like to the the two thousands, like the, the those are those type of movies, and I think we yes, need. They, I think we need those yeah. type of movies. Okay, they're but, offbeat, they're weird. Like, yeah, I, I'm glad we're getting them. Yeah, it seems every episode we talk about Marvel. So here we go. I, I got a I got a Marvel question for you, Siobhan. How excited are you for Deadpool and Wolverine, uh,
1: Marcello, You're talking to somebody that is excited.
0: Okay, but but um, but, but, but yeah. okay, honestly, but. How, uh, 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 can you gauge your excitement? Uh, wh- where are you in excitement? I-
1: Scale of one to ten. I'm, uh, you know, what? honestly, I'm going to go for a six. <laughs> okay. uh, but I am <laughs> I excited. Like higher. I want to see it. I really do want to see it. I hope it's good. I thought that trailer was fun. I had fun watching that trailer. Yeah. Uh, and Deadpool one. I still stand by it. I think it's a really, really good movie. Um, and they have some great ideas. I love Ryan Reynolds portrayal of that character. Um. um as kind of like a tortured, uh, asshole. You know what? The, the gimmick of seeing Hugh Jackman again, I think that's gonna, I think that's gonna hit me. You know, I've got nostalgia for Hugh Jackman Wolverine and for those old X-Men movies. And, uh, hopefully that brings back some of those memories for me. And hopefully the joke writing is not as obnoxious in a bad way as as like, I thought it got in Deadpool two, where I just, wasn't into any of the jokes, really, and kind of found it just to be, uh, again, obnoxious, but not in a great way. Um yeah. not, not in the way that Deadpool should be
0: obnoxious, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know, I, I'll i say this. I'm maybe at a five. So I'm like right below you. Well, okay. uh, yeah, I, 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 I could be lower because I'm i not a fan of the Deadpool movies. But, okay, having said all that, I, I, I am a fan of Free Guy. I do like that movie. And, I did too. Yeah, and and Sean and Sean Levy directed that, and he, he's just directing this new Deadpool movie. So we'll see. It could be. It could be uh, bad. I, I'm, the, in, I'm in the middle.
1: Ryan Reynolds is best when <clears throat> his characters have some like internal flaw, and that's why they're like that. Uh, like uh, his character in Six Underground has a oh, pretty tortured right. backstory. I, I am I like he, he works that. very well in that movie because of it. Uh, okay. Because you can tie some emotion into why he's kind of a prick, and I think Deadpool is the same way. And but like a character like his character in Red Notice, who is just Ugh. a prick and it's smug and it's impossible to watch. See, um, and free guy, free guy rides the middle line between that, but it was still an enjoyable movie.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm glad you reminded me of Six Underground. So yeah, I. Uh, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm 50-50 on Ryan Reynolds, so So we'll see where I lie with uh, Deadpool and yeah. Wolverine. So I'm glad we talked about that. So that, I mean, I'm I'm sure that tied into Oscars somehow. Um, has Ryan Reynolds ever been nominated for an Oscar? I don't think so.
1: Frankly, I think, <laughs> so the first ever TFS podcast I did, I proclaimed in front of like six people that were on there uh, that I thought... It, it was some type of Oscar nomination thingy, uh, like pro- prognosticating what could get nominated, and uh, I, I said I wish that uh, dead that he would get nominated for
0: Deadpool. And <laughs> I don't remember this at all. Everybody hated it. <laughs> I, don't I, I got no support. <laughs> oh gosh, go go go! Dig that up, folks. I'm not even sure what episode yeah. that would be. Um, okay. 2016 probably. Jesus maybe. Christ. Um, go, go back in the archives, uh, for that. Uh, all right. So Marvel news done. Uh, if, uh do we have anything else? In, no. In, okay. Let's move on. Uh, news is done. Oh, oh uh, one more thing. And also the, the film Academy announces new Oscar category. Oh, uh, for achieving the casting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look. Okay. <laughs>
0: That's important. <laughs> so the film Academy <laughs> announces new Oscar for achievement in the casting. The first new Oscar to be introduced since best animated feature more than two, te- two decades ago. It will be presented for the first time in 2026. Uh, um, so yeah. Any thoughts? So a casting Oscar,
1: I think it's worthwhile. Uh, and to me, you know how I'm going to play it. How you gonna it's, play it? If they get nominated for casting a specific movie, or if it's like, or is it going to be like caster of the year? Right. Um, if yeah. it, if it's for a specific movie, the way I'm going to play it is like, this is this is the best ensemble award, just given to one person. <laughs> right. And uh, I, I like that. I like that. I think it could add in a fun little wrinkle to. Uh, two things and the the fact that they're willing to open their doors and add a new category is helpful for everybody that's been screaming about stunts for the last 10 years yeah um or more and uh yeah
0: yeah uh, it, it does say it's going to go to a uh, a casting director hmm. um but but in a way uh i'm sure it's going to be seen as like an ensemble award Let's say the the, the casting award, uh, you know, was 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 this year. Like, what would what would win the best casting award for this year, Siobhan? Out of the <sighs> uh, let's uh, let's just say out of the best picture nominees.
1: Yeah, best picture nominees. Say yours, say yours. Uh,
0: I'll say it's it's going to be Oppenheimer uh, because yeah, it, it's it is such a huge cast. That's one thing, um, but. Like every single little minor role is filled with like Oscar winners and the, the Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Josh and Josh Hartnett. Uh, I mean, you have like Casey Affleck in like two scenes, like a spoiler alert for you, Siobhan. Um, I knew just, just, just playing just the worst piece of shit. And, but he's, he seems like he's barely in the movie, but he has an, an impact and there's a lot of that going on in Oppenheimer. I think it's, I think it's a great ensemble. And I think it's, it deserves a, 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 a casting director award. Um, okay. yeah, that's my thought.
1: Uh, for kind of a similar reason. Um, I, I want to say killers of the flower moon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Finding Lily Gladstone is a huge thing. Um, yeah. and also I think later in the movie, there's, you could, I don't want to call it stunt casting, but there are some people that show up that I was like, whoa, two hours into this movie. And I've got, jesse plemons popping up yeah like i think that's pretty fun and there there was one other example of that i wish you could think of but like it's it's uh really 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 well cast all around
0: you know what i i think that's a great answer too man yeah yeah. yeah you're Brandon right fraser yeah Brendan yeah. fraser and also just like the uh the 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 indigenous cast alone i mean that's yes that's that's amazing work and not even just the,
1: and, and like finding the like the like old people that look like fucked up old people for
0: yeah, Western yeah, movies
1: who are also yeah. really good actors. Like that's, that's not super easy to find. I imagine.
0: You know what? Great answer, Siobhan, a, a, a better answer than mine. So you win. Mm-hmm. I think we equal. Uh, uh, sure. We equal. Uh, okay. Uh, that is the news. Next segment. What is it that we have been watching? Oh, baby. been oh, A week and a half. It's been a week and a half. Um, uh, you know why don't I go first? Um, I do want to shout this out. Uh, the Promised Land. Uh, d- does this ring any bells, Siobhan? Do you, know, do you have any idea what this is?
1: And was that like John Krasinski or No no, Demon no or something? No
0: No No uh, No. The Promised Land and and, and this was kind of uh, th- this flew under my radar until. Like, right before I saw it, I go, what is this they're playing at my local theater? So, The Promised Land uh, is a Danish film. Um, uh, The original Danish title is The Bastard. Uh, This stars Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, It is set uh, in the uh, 18th century, uh, 1755 to be exact. Uh, and yeah, it's, it is about this uh, Danish officer, uh, based on true events, uh, who uh, retires from uh, the military and goes farming. He, he tries to farm in this land that is considered dead. It's like nobody can, can grow anything here. Um, but if, if somehow you do grow something in this land... Uh, you will be awarded like uh, a manor, and you'll you'll get like these uh th- the servants, and you you you'll, you'll basically uh, go up in stature if you're if you're you know if if you have land that flourishes. Uh, but there's somebody who owns land by this farmland that by this farmland that that, that he tries to you know yeah make 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 profitable. It becomes like a um. A clashing of, of of these two this this high society type on one end and Matt Mickelson trying to be a, a farmer um and yeah that that's so much I want to say because uh, after that it's it, it it I don't know it's it's an intriguing premise to begin with and I definitely recommend it it was the Danish entry for the best international film at this year's Oscars so th- so this is a new uh, film did not get in, but it was in the uh, in the top fifteen. It was in the shortlist for best international film. Uh, but yeah, but that's the promised land. I'm sure it'll be on like a streaming service soon enough. I do recommend it. Mads Mickelson, as always, is amazing. Um, uh, just playing a very solemn, quiet uh, retired soldier who just wants to grow some fucking potatoes. Uh, but everybody wants to, wants him to like stop, and and he's like, "I'll grow these fucking potatoes. Leave me alone." Um, it's and then he ends up, you know, spoiler, alert, killing a few people along the way. Oh, uh, it's pretty damn cool. Um, but yeah, that's the right. Promised Land.
1: Well, yeah, sounds interesting. And, uh, yeah. i I will definitely keep an eye out for that. Uh, I would like to say that. I was correct. There is a movie called Promised Land, starring John Krasinski and Matt Damon. Oh wow! Okay, directed by Gus Van
0: Sant. What? When? uh, When did that come out? 2012. It is 12 years old. That is wild. I didn't. I for. uh, I'm sure I knew about it, but I just, I just forgot all about that. That's weird. Uh, Okay, next movie I want to shout out Argyle. You did it! You did it! You, you know who Argyle is. I know who Argyle is. So hey folks remember argyle the movie that came and went (laughs) you know at the at the beginning of february that you may have already forgotten uh because you're so excited about um madam webb yeah i saw argyle and hey breaking news i liked argyle nice yeah uh i i compare it to night and day the Cameron Diaz, Tom Cruise, uh, spy comedy romance vehicle. Um, it's it's fun uh, to a point. Uh, Sam Rockwell, Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, they, yeah, it's 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 like a it's it's a rom com spy movie, and 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 those two leads are delightful. Um, what what I don't like though is. Uh, it's it does feel too franchisey. They they they're, they they have a plan. An Argyle
1: cinematic universe exactly set up and will never be paid off.
0: Yeah, this is an Apple uh, release, uh, an an Apple original, right? And they're like, okay, this is gonna this is gonna be the start of a long franchise. We have three movies in, in in mind. This is gonna be the first one. It's gonna be a hit. People are gonna love it. People are gonna say we want more Argyle. <laughs> No, it was a box office bomb, and I can see why. Uh, here's their problem. The trailers were terrible, okay? The mystery the mystery around who is Agent Argyle? Who cares? That, yeah, exactly. That is like the least interesting thing in the movie. Uh, <laughs> and it was also, you know, quote-unquote spoiled by a disgusting film three years ago. Uh, because I think in the press release for this, they basically said, here's the premise. If... They, if they didn't care about that in the marketing if they said okay let's market this as a rom-com as like a fun action movie with these two you know great leads i think it, i think they would have made you know a few more a few more bucks because the mystery of it who gives a shit
1: especially since it's coming out around valentine's day you yeah think that'd
0: be a yeah slam dunk it's fun enough it's fine it's 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 got some dumb parts another dumb part i want to say and this would be the last thing i say about argyle <laughs> A crutch in the movie, an emotional crutch they use, is a song. Which I'm like, okay, fine, use a song for you know to 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 have you know characters in the movie you know create these connections to each other. The song they pick is "Now and Then" by the Beatles, a song that came out just about like what uh two months ago, brand new song, yeah, a brand new song by the Beatles which does not fit into the movie at all it is like sticks out like a sore thumb i don't mind that song but the fact that they make it like a love song between uh the 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 two leads is fucking weird and not only do they play the song the score of the hey speaking of scores the score of the movie it it, it has the theme so you hear the theme of yes it siobhan it's insane uh, they, they they incorporate the theme of now and then into the score. It's ridiculous. Anyway,
1: how, fa- how long have they had this to work on that? Because you know that's did, that's been the last two months working on that.
0: You know that's interesting because uh, it's been a secret that the composer of the of the score and uh, uh, the director, what's his name, Matthew Vaughn, Matthew Vaughn. Um, they've had to keep that secret for like over a year. Like, uh, uh, I think one of the producers who worked on now and then. Uh, was friendly with matthew vaughn and matthew vaughn was like oh i need a song to kind of like tie the movie together like to, to to create like emotional impact and and the producer of now and then goes hey i got a song for you we're working on a new Beatles song why don't you use that <laughs> and uh, and thus shoehorn of a, of a, of a song happened it's I, I in my Little box review i say it's much like when you too and apple put an album uh in 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 your ipod in in uh, on your iphone you know uh sure you know it's just weird that it's that song but i don't i don't uh, don't put put in a classic put put in i don't know uh, a song from the 70s or 80s don't put like a song that just came out two months ago i don't know it's weird It, it feels like a weird apple product on one hand but it is a real movie and i did enjoy it for the most part Three out of five stars. That's Argyle. Mm. All right. I'm done. I just talked about two movies. Uh, I talked for while, Argyle way too long, uh, but go see *Promised Land* for sure. Okay, Siobhan, you're you're up next. What have what is it that you've been watching?
1: What is it that I have been watching? Um, <clears throat> I've been having sleep troubles this last week, two weeks, and so. But what my movies that I've been using to fall asleep uh, somehow ended up being the John Wick franchise. So nice. I've seen like every John Wick movie like two times in the last week. Like I'll just like put them on watch like 10 15 minutes and fall asleep, you know. Uh-huh. Let me tell you. Love them all, man. Love them all. Uh um, good movies. Yeah, and I, this this has been even more fruitful than my revisit before four. Um now watching all four of them as a unit, uh they all work very strongly. Together, um, my my general thoughts are still the same. Like I think John Wick One is incredibly great for what it is, uh, for the time. Um, but when you put it up against two or four, uh, it doesn't it doesn't really hold a candle anymore. But like in a vacuum, it's a great movie. Um, and John Wick Three, it's just like kind of a mess. Like it's good, it's very good. It's just not the movie I want it to be. Like the the first half hour or so, like, it's it's the movie I want it to be, and then it breaks away, uh, and stops becoming that. And then John Wick 4, again, not exactly the movie I want it to be, but it's just so incredibly well-made, I can't care. Um, and 4, I find a lot of emotional resonance in it. I feel like I'm finding new things every time I watch it, 4 and 2. Um, same thing with 2. Uh, both of those, rewatching those 2, have been just uh, uh, golden. So... Uh, my new my ranking two four one three. That's uh, I think that's a new ranking.
0: Oh,
1: great! Um, yeah, uh, I watched the the horror movie Bones with Snoop Dogg. Um, it's it's awesome. It's really good, honestly. Uh, it's creepy and freaky, and has so has some like really great imagination, and effects work is great. Like uh, blood that looks like melted crayons, and like maggots falling from the ceiling that look like real maggots and shit like it's great i watched blackberry uh i wish blackberry had gotten more attention especially glenn howerton it got way too overlooked but like it's it's awesome
0: well i'm glad you saw it because i love that movie
1: i i agree with you like in that trilogy of that trio of like product biopics we got last year air uh blackberry and tetris yeah uh blackberry wins yeah absolutely yeah, I watched <clears throat> The Visit, which I'm surprised I never saw. Oh, M Night Shyamalan's The Visit, the kind of start of his like uh, yeah resurgence, you know. I and I would say
0: I was gonna say yeah, I'm 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 a big fan of that movie because I was there. I was like, okay, sh- okay, uh, uh, M Night Shyamalan, please throw me again, and he did. He thrilled the fuck
1: out of me. It's great. His uh his like dorky character writing is on point with those kids and uh some just and then his incredible he's just such a master of scares uh and uh there were so many good scares for me and the twist and he is a master of twists that is well known the twist got my ass so hard <laughs> yeah yeah and it was fucking good and it is chilling when you find it out
0: yeah oh god it's so good uh, um I yeah that movie really good yeah
1: um and now the big two i watched a previous best picture nominee i had never seen not this year not not from this year though
0: oh holy a shit
1: 2020 best picture nominee i had never seen
0: holy shit
1: the worst oscar year ever best picture nominee i had ever seen
0: wait what the worst best picture nominee you've ever seen
1: no, 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 like, yeah, like from the worst, like, crop, oh, from best the Best Picture worst. nominees ever. Uh, some...
0: Yeah, yeah, let me, let me, uh, let me dig up that, that, those nominees, but yeah, it, keep going.
1: I've seen winners that are worse than this movie. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you want, do you want to take a
0: guess? Let's look at the nominees for 2020. Okay, so here are the nominees for 2020. Okay. Nomadland. Have you seen Nomadland. Uh, no, I haven't yet. I, I I like it, okay? I think it's good. Uh so you have The Father, uh Judas and the Black Messiah, which I enjoy. Uh I wonder how I'd feel about it now. Uh I'm guessing you did not see that one. Never seen it. Okay. Uh please please don't tell me it's Mank, because I do enjoy Mank. Never seen it. Okay. Uh oh wait, I do know which one it is. Uh I'll, but I'll just go through them. Minari is good. I like I th- Minari. I, yeah, uh, you've seen Minari. Uh Sound of Metal is amazing. Easily my favorite of this crop. It's Easily. so damn good. Uh, the Trial of the Chicago Seven. <laughs> I I do think this. I do think that one is the worst one of this bunch, in my opinion. Probably. Uh, oh yeah, but you have not seen it. No. And the one you have seen, the one I know you're talking about, is Promising Young Woman.
1: Promising Young Woman.
0: Yeah, very you know what? I liked it, you know, um, <laughs> wait. <laughs> you liked it, but you, you you say it's, it's one of the worst ones. No,
1: seen? I said it was part of one of the worst years ever. I'm so confused. That's but, what I meant,
0: but you did like it, but I did like it. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah,
1: frankly, uh, I'd put it above like at least five of those nominees, probably. Okay. One, two, three, yeah, three, three or four of them. Yeah. It's in the middle. Um, But like, it's, it's uh I liked it like I think emerald Fennel has a good director's style. I don't think it's good at saying what it's trying to say. I think it is the least satisfying revenge movie I have ever seen uh like i I do not understand this character's motivations necessarily uh she's insane uh in like she's stupid i i, I <laughs> like uh i i i don't She's suicidal, I guess. I don't know, whatever. But like, but Emerald Fennel is good at making movies, you know. I I think it's very stylish. It's very kind of poppy and fun, and like, there's great moments for sure. Like, I I I do not hate this movie, but I don't, I don't love it. I just like I like it.
0: I will say, looking at the best original screenplay category, for which uh, Fennel won for best. Um. Uh, she, yeah. She. Yeah. For best original screenplay, she won for Promising Young Woman. Okay. okay. She won it over Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Uh. Okay. I would have given it to Sound of Metal. That was my pick yeah. in that category. Uh, even Minari, Minari, I think is great. Yeah. Uh, but also say yeah because it's twenty twenty. If there was no, you know, pandemic shutdown, this crap would have been different. I don't see promising young woman uh, uh, as having won this in a.
1: It's a weird that this was a best picture nominee.
0: It's yeah. just weird. And and yeah, best picture nominee and best Pic- and and best original screenplay winner. That's um, fair. it's it's a good. I I like it. It's a good movie. I just don't think it's like it's like it's like. Uh, but also. I say all that, but there there have been worse screenplay and best picture nominees, you know. Yes, um, by far. But I, I still think it's not it's not up to the caliber. I I like Saltburn more than Promising Young Woman. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Anyway, we can talk about we we can rehash all this talk. I, uh, my annoyances
1: with Saltburn are far lesser than far less than they are with Promising Young
0: Woman. Yeah. Um, but it was a weird year anyway. Uh, so that was, that was, 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 that it? Was that all you've been watching? I saw a best picture winner for
1: best picture nominee from this current year. Oh, what was it? Past Lives. Oh, past
0: lives. Did you like it?
1: I liked it. Okay, good. Um, yeah, yeah. Sweet romantic story. It's a, a little fluffier and lighter than maybe I would have liked, but, uh, I did like it. I don't know. I, I don't have many thoughts about it. I, I find it weird that it's in this race, but uh, not upset by it by any means.
0: So it didn't have any emotional impact on you. No. Okay, that's fair.
1: Yeah, I just I, I find it hard to muster any emotion about it. And fair. I, and it's it's weird going through what i'm going through currently you know Marcelo. it's yeah. just like maybe I, I i feel it weird that i didn't super connect to it but
0: I yeah didn't. and uh, uh you're you're tiptoeing around it but let's just say in terms of your private life uh yes yes, 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 you, yes. Uh, uh, there there may be your shades of what uh, uh you know yes. reflections uh you could see in past lives interesting that you don't have any connection to it well it's fine i mean uh but as as uh, you liked it uh yeah i mean like it yeah it's a
1: well-made movie good movie great performances yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah all three of the leads fantastic gosh that cast is incredible um me having gone through what i've gone through in my life i've never been through a long distance relationship which this does partially uh handle but uh but the fact that it talks about you know uh going through one relationship kind of Feeling like you have met like a soulmate, and then just not, you know, uh, having that fall through, then moving on with your life, meeting somebody else, and yeah. then reconnecting with that, you know, older self that, that that person you once loved. Yeah, yeah, it did hit me because I saw reflections of my life in that, and I think that's why people who I've seen and. Uh, hurt, heard cry and you know get emotionally affected by this. Uh, it, it feels to me like a very relatable subject. So um I'm glad people are enjoying it. Um and I'm glad you enjoyed some of it, Siobhan. So that's past lives.
1: That is what I have been watching. Uh I think I'm four out of ten on the best pictures. I'm wondering if I can get there. I don't think I can, honestly. Yeah.
0: Let let's see if unless, you watch unless Oppenheimer. Zone
1: is gonna, unless Zone uh, let, let's see if I do watch Oppenheimer. Yeah. And then I dare you. We'll see if like they, <laughs> we'll see if they release a zone of interest in time. You know, like it. I don't. know.
0: I don't see that happening. I don't uh, either. No, it, it's, but there, but there will be like an Oscar night at the theater.
1: Maybe I can get out to that.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they uh, uh who's it? Regal AMC. I think all oh, the big ones. Cinemark. Cinemark I think even does. Yeah, that. they do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not gonna say you. I'm not gonna pressure you to do anything you don't want to do or. You're, Or aren't able to do But if you can Go do that I have not
1: seen American Fiction I have not seen Anatomy of a Fall Um I can rent Anatomy of a Fall And I think I will Um I have not seen Oppenheimer Uh we'll see if I can get to that one (laughs) I have not seen Poor Things Um And I have not seen Zone of Interest. Uh, so I foresee seeing Anatomy of a Fall and maybe Oppenheimer. And then I, you know what? I don't really see myself seeing American Fiction, Poor Things, or Zone of Interest in time. Wow, I I don't think it's going to happen. Like I I would like to. Um, Poor Things, like especially, has this like phenomenal a uh, filmmaking technique I keep hearing about uh, <laughs> with the lens on the film, on the, the fish. Eye and, lens. and you love that. You love and it. I love
0: it. Yeah.
1: And I just really need to see that. But, but like it's, it's not at home yet, is it? And uh, it is at home.
0: No, I, I, I just looked it up. Uh, it says here, uh, poor things will be available starting February 27th to buy a rent.
1: And it's probably going to be like a $20 rental. So yeah, yeah. I'm probably not going to see that. Yeah. Uh, but maybe, you know, Oh, and I found out it was just here like at our local movie theater and I found out about it a few days afterwards. Oh damn I was so upset I would have gone to it.
0: Uh, hey I I, I I didn't mention this but I mentioned this real quick. I saw poor things again. Uh, I saw this in New York uh, at the village East uh, by Angelica that's the name of the theater in the in, in on the big screen at the Jaffe Art theater which apparently is a big deal. And it was a big deal. It was a nice, big theater. And apparently they show 70mm uh, films there. They showed 2001 there a few weeks ago. They're showing Tenant there um, uh, later this month. But I saw Poor Things there. Late night show on Super Bowl Sunday. And I had a good time watching it, I think, for the third time. Um, it's still it's still very much for me a 4 out of 5 movie. Uh, uh, not my favorite. Not the most... Um, but still solid. Uh, and hey, I am a fan of that fisheye lens. I, I I do like that the visual style in poor things. So so fuck me. All right. Fuck you. Well, uh, our next segment. The movie, movie of the, week. Of the week. week. Week 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 week. The movie of the week is. I can't say it because I've been told earlier I cannot say this. Uh, what do you want to say? Frida.
1: Like Marcelo, I swear to God, you get my mom's name oh. out of your goddamn mouth.
0: I am so hold sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold
1: on, hold on. When you say it, how are you spelling it?
0: Uh, F R I D A.
1: Oh, okay, okay. That that's not how my mom's name is spelled. Okay, okay. Oh, well, good. So I can say this it is now. With an E instead of an I.
0: Oh, okay. okay, yeah. Okay, so just okay. Now that I know that, you can say it. But watch yourself. Whew. I will watch myself, counselor. Okay, so Frida. From 2002, <sighs> uh, ah, sorry, the uh, bio- biographical drama film directed by Julie Taymor. Julie uh, uh, Taymor, yes.
1: Julie Taymor. Uh,
0: this depicts the professional and private life of the surrealist Mexican artist Frida Kahlo. Or Kahlo, sorry, Frida Kahlo. <laughs> uh, yes. So th- this is this is the one we picked for best original score winner. Uh, Siobhan, uh, yeah. I think it was. I think you you send a list. I I presented you with like five choices, and yeah. you chose Frida, which yeah. I was surprised by. I, uh, not so secretly, because uh, I'm saying it now, I picked it because, um, sama Hayek, uh, and I, mm. I wanted an excuse to talk about how great she is yeah Uh, did you see her in this damn movie (laughs) okay all right (laughs) i i i i do want to bring up uh uh one thing before we get started um the fact that uh, uh this was produced by harvey weinstein uh it is terrible what happened to sama hayek in making this movie and how horrible a monster Weinstein was uh, to her while making this movie I recommend anybody who wants to know more about it go read the article Hayek wrote about her experience making this movie uh, that was published a few years ago like 2017 uh this is the post me too thing um, with Weinstein uh, well I guess not post it was it was, it was during everything all the other all revelations coming out. um but uh it's I I'll, I'll say this Moments in the movie that were spicy and explicit uh, were forced on her uh, by Weinstein, oh. which which fucking sucks. Uh, I'll say that. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. yeah. So I'm glad I brought it up because you didn't know. I didn't know until I read the article today, Siobhan. So yeah. Uh, uh, more specifically, there's a there's a scene I believe where uh, she is uh, naked with another woman, that that's the scene that was uh, forced upon her, that she did, did not want in the film, but was because Weinstein was producing, it happened. Um, but despite that, this movie is great. Uh, the, 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 the good thing is, uh, Weinstein, the producer, had no faith in this, but the fact that Julie Taymor, Hayek, the cast and crew came together, made a great film... Uh, uh, basically pissed him off, and he did not expect this to be a hit. He did not expect this to make money. He did not expect this to, you know, earn any nominations, um, uh, win any Oscars. But it did. So fuck that guy. Uh, Hayek won in the end because she got nominated for best actress. The movie won two Oscars. So yeah, this is a good thing. Uh, this is a good movie. So that's Frida. Uh, Who my, beat her? Who yeah. beat her?
1: Because she she damn should have won
0: yeah let me pull that up um as i pull that up i just have a quick thoughts i haven't seen this in a, a long long time uh, i think during the netflix dvd era so around 2006 seven eight is maybe when i last saw it so watching it uh this time watching it it felt like watching it anew and yeah i i i love this movie uh i love julie taymore Mostly I love Across the Universe. Uh that's one movie I really dug uh as a as a as a as a, as a, as a kid or a young adult. Um and uh I, I know she's a big theater director but she makes great movies too and and uh it looks beautiful, it's colorful. Again, great performances, great cast. Uh the music which we talk about, uh, music is fantastic. And yeah, I, I love Frida. So best actress, Sama Hayek. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. Be- be- before we get into that, we're, we are going to talk about the Oscars of, of of the year this came out, but your quick thoughts on Frida, uh, Siobhan, before we go to the Oscars. Very
1: good. Very good. Uh, uh, it's like playful, fun, watchable. Uh, feels It's kind of like in the upper echelon of that kind of like Uh, there's a few different types of biopics and I'd say this is like of the type that is not the best where I don't know you're following the entire life and uh, blah 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 and but I would say it's in the upper echelon of that type of uh, biopic Uh, very very well made and uh, fantastically performed uh, by uh, Alfred Molina and the aforementioned Salma Hayek both, uh, both performances really, uh, blew me away. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I had some frustrations. Like I'm a real big fan of Frida Kahlo's work. Um, and I would say the movie doesn't, I don't feel like the, the movie, uh, respected her as an artist. Uh, as much as I would have liked it. Like, it really, it's, it, it focuses more on Diego Rivera, uh, Alfred Molina's portrayal of Diego Rivera. It focuses more on his artwork than anything. Like, the movie should have been called, like, Frida and Diego, and then I wouldn't have had a problem. But it's called Frida, and it kind of acts like Frida didn't do any work for, like, 20 years of her life. And then... Like, she started as an artist, met Diego, stopped doing anything, became Diego's wife, and that's what she was until later in her life when she became an artist again, which is not the case at all, but that's kind of how the movie frames it. And uh, just, it it didn't, I wasn't comfortable with it. Like, I'm definitely being like a, you know, like, I read the book person, you know, and the the book was better about it, but um, it bugged me it bugged me uh and like it, it just it it, it it like the movie barely it's not about art it's about her life uh and it's about diego rivera's life and i wanted it to be more about the art and it just kind of barely glances at that and like stuff like her bisexuality like it's just like glanced over which you know it is what it is uh there's some fun visual flourishes in there like the very final shot of the movie how it cuts, like, it uses one of Frida's paintings, uh, in art installation and uh, kind of superimposes or maybe remakes the painting with some Hayek's face in there, I don't know how they did it, um and then cut, and then, like, that is the Frida's frame for credits um, there are, a, just a handful, just like two or three uh, playful uses of paint imagery throughout the movie like that, and those really blew me away I did like the movie. Like it's a, it's it's it. it did not feel like its runtime. It kind of went. It kind of flew by I think, for me. Um, yeah. And again, like it's good.
0: Very no, good. I, I I agree with with some of what you said, Siobhan. Because like halfway through it, I'm like, yeah, this focuses on um, on Afro Molina's character. Um, and it, you're right. It, it should have been called like Frida and Diego. Um, and I would have been you know fine with that but i yeah. i don't know like the 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 moment you're talking about with like the um the uh, the, the 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 portraits of, of frida coming to life and and, the, and that and that final shot of her in, in the bed in the flaming bed like i i do think that is what makes this more frida than than not for me uh yeah because it th- those instances and it does happen a few times and there's even that like um stop motion animation.
2: Yeah, that was yeah. cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's enough of that in there for me to, to make me like appreciate her art and, 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 uh, and, and also I think the movie acknowledges that art enough for me. But I understand your hesitation or your, 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 your you know, your thought about, about like it doesn't really focus on her art enough. Um, part of that is true. But I think those flourishes, those, you know those julie taymore-esque flourishes i because like she does that in across the universe in her other movies um uh yeah like that is enough for me i guess it is very biopic sure. like it, it does feel at at moments like maybe too run-of-the-mill but then i don't know i think it's P- sama hayek and alfred molina and the rest of the cast it's it's them that really uplifts it from just being like a normal biopic. Like th- thankfully, this is not like what's a really bad biopic. This is not like Bohemian Rhapsody. It, no, it doesn't it no, doesn't feel good. like a, it does not feel like a Wikipedia page, you know, come to life. Um, there's there's more to it than that. It, the, the, there's more heart and humor and uh, humanity running through this than uh, a, a lot of biopics. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Like it's very heartfelt. Like I I don't want, It's just I don't want to say it's not. Um yeah. it's just uh the portrayal of Frida just didn't gel with me the best. I I I, I by the way, side note I watched this on Pluto TV with ads. Yeah. Um so do you the, the there's a funeral scene in the movie? Yeah. And like it cut the 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 ads decided to cut in in the middle of the funeral scene when it was like a close up of Frida Kahlo crying. Uh, And it cut to Febreze and did a Febreze commercial.
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, Thanks a lot, Pluto TV. I I almost watched it on Pluto TV, but I'm glad I didn't. Sometimes they really do fuck it up. Especially with a movie like this. Come on. Uh, Okay. The Oscars of that year. The 75th Academy Awards. Uh, They took place on March 23rd, 2003. Hosted by Steve Martin. Uh, now, the game we always play, Siobhan. Return of the King. Incorrect. The question is, Chicago. what one Best Picture that year? What's your guess? Chicago? You are correct. Chicago. Right. Uh, did we not play this game with this? Yeah, we definitely did Chicago already. That was... That Joey oh, came on. Literally. Uh, on? Yeah, we, we did it two episodes ago. Spirited Away was the Best Animated Feature Film winner. I I didn't realize that until just now uh yeah uh but yeah chicago won best picture uh i'll just repeat them Uh, i I said that two episodes ago but here we go again best picture chicago winner gangs of new york the hours uh, the lord of the rings the two towers the pianist those were the nominees uh roman polanski won for best director for the pianist best actor adrian brody the pianist uh, best Supporting Actor, Chris Cooper. Adaptation. Best Supporting Actress, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Chicago. Uh, let's focus on Best Actress now. So, who do you think won Best Actress? Can, uh, uh, I, oh, I, I can't it, imagine you'll you'll get this. Since
1: it's the Chicago year, did... Uh, yeah, I mean, you just said Catherine Zeta-Jones. Uh, fuck, who's the other
0: lead? Who's the Nicole other Kidman? lead? Kidman? Oh wait, is that wait 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 wait? Did you uh is that your answer?
1: Nicole Kidman.
0: Yeah, you won. Yeah, it's Nicole Kidman for, for Chicago the, for the hours for the hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're thinking of Rose. Or you're thinking of the other blonde, Renee Zellweger. Uh, oh, doy. Yeah. So yeah, Nicole Kidman won for the hours. Uh, Summer Hayek nominee Diane Lane, Unfaithful, Julianne Moore, Far From Heaven, and Renee Zellweger, Chicago, were the nominees. Uh, I have not seen The Hours. Have you seen The Hours?
1: Uh, yeah. I, I think I saw it as a very young kid. I might have even seen it in a the theater. I don't remember.
0: Okay. Uh, I, I do need to see it. Um, Let's go to... Uh, b- before we get into the other nominations... Supporting nabotions. actor?
1: Did Melina get in there?
0: Uh, let me do a quick check. Let's see. Be- no. Melina did Ridiculous. not get nominated. Um, Ridiculous. You know... I should bring this up so Molina, I believe is playing uh, 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 a, a a Mexican artist, right Diego Rivera yeah uh, Molina is not uh, yeah. you know, uh, he's, he's not of that race such a, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what yeah but I give him a pass i I do I do uh and and I can say that not, uh, I'm not Mexican, but I'm latino I'm Hispanic, so m- maybe I'm in my right to say so. Um, but he's great in it, though. He's great in this movie. Uh, yeah, it, it, it uh, sure maybe you could have gotten somebody who you know is you know uh, culturally more appropriate, but Molina and Frida uh, uh, as uh, Diego Rivera, boy, is is he good? I I, I I think I think that dynamic routine those two between Hayek and uh, uh, Molina, it's I think it's phenomenal. I think it's why the Fantastic. movie works for me. Yeah. Uh, here, I'll, I'll tell you what won uh, the Oscar... What, what other uh, uh, Oscars it was nominated for, Frida, and what it won for. So, Best Actress, nominated. Best Art Direction, nominated. Best Costume Design, nominated. Uh, Best Original Song, nominated. And it won two Oscars. It won for Best Makeup, and the reason why we're here... Best Original Score. Uh, Hmm. Elliot Goldenthal. That was the composer. Uh, Yeah, so before we talk more about Frida, let me go to the Best Original Score category for this year. Uh, Okay, this is interesting. So Best Original Score, Frida won. The nominees uh, were Catch Me If You Can, John Williams, Far From Heaven, Elmer Bernstein, the hours Philip Glass, and Road to Perdition Thomas Newman. That's a that's a hell of a category, uh, but but Elliot Goldenthal won for Frida. Uh, Goldenthal, by the way, I think uh, this should be noted, uh, is the is uh, is uh, the partner of Julie Taymor. Uh, they it says here in uh, on his Wikipedia. He lives in New York City happily unmarried uh to Julie Taymor. Uh yeah, so your thoughts Siobhan, on the score of Frida, the thing we're here to talk about. What do you think?
1: Excellent. Yeah. It's uh it sounds authentically like Mexican music. Um uh and it's it's just it's really really good. I I it uh, it did pop out like even like uh, I, I it's it's not super often that I'm like, damn, listen to that score, but like as I was watching this, it popped out at me, and I was like, damn, listen to that score. <laughs> it is it's very good. It does it deserved that award.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh. Another reason why, other than Hayek, and a reason to to talk about how great she is. Another reason why, uh, I picked uh Frida from the list Siobhan sent me is I I. I do really, really, really like uh, uh, Goldenthal. And I I forgot uh, that he won the Oscar for this. Uh, Because this is the guy who also did Alien 3. Uh, That fantastic score. Mm. I love that score. He also did Demolition Man, Interview with a Vampire, and Heat. He fucking did Heat. Heat. Uh, And... And, and and I can go on and on, but I am a big fan of his Batman scores. He did Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. I think. Wow, this
1: guy is a master.
0: Yeah, I think those Batman scores are underappreciated. I he he could have just done you know he could have just reused Denny Elfman's score, but he he kind of went wild with, with those Batman scores. Uh, I, I I recommend anybody who uh hasn't listened to the batman or robin or batman forever uh, score go listen to that again it's a, he's going off uh but he also did uh across the universe with julie taymore um which i love i love that movie i love across the universe um but yeah he he is he, i think he is a great composer and, and i'm glad he won for this even though that again that category is stacked uh, for best score that year, I mean, winning over Elmer Bernstein, Philip Glass, John Williams, mm. Thomas damn. Newman, God damn, Ellie Golenthal. yeah, you sick son of a bitch, you did it. I listened back to 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 to, to like Alien Three, and I even listened to like Demolition Man and uh, Batman and Robin, and I'm like, oh, get yeah, this, this guy has like a distinct sort of uh, 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 vibe, right? And then listening to frida is it is it doesn't sound like him at all. Like there's some kind of hints of like the, the types of instruments he, he normally uses, like maybe towards the end. But like you're saying, it's it's the the Mexican guitar. It just, just it just feels so like in tune with the movie. And yeah, it's it's a beautiful score. And it's it's unique to this movie and it's kinda of separate from what he's done before. And I, I love it. So yeah, I'm glad he won for this. Um uh, even though he won over like some amazing people, like I think this film and this score definitely deserve this win. Uh, so that's his score. What else do we want to talk about in terms of Frida? Is there anything else we want to say?
1: I think I'm good. I think I did say it all. I mean, yeah. I, I gave my criticisms and I gave my thoughts, and I was just just more praise for some hike. It's a fantastic performance. Uh, one of one of her best for sure. Yeah, um, possibly her best, but I'd have to think about it hard because I am mean, damn that woman's career.
0: I, I, I do think this is her best. I'm a huge fan of hers. And from what I've seen, I, I think this is uh, it does very much feel like a passion project for her. And it was a passion project. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure she put she put all of her all of her stuff in this movie. And it shows on screen. Uh, and I she definitely deserved that nomination. And yeah, I, I I don't know I don't know what else to say. Uh, a bit either. long in the
1: tooth, like the whole American section. Probably to cut that out. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, come on. I I uh, if if I don't need to see Edward Norton in a movie, I'm okay. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, unless he's like in a Wes Anderson movie. Um, but yeah, I I, I see that Siobhan. Uh, uh That whole section could have been cut out or cut down. Um, because it it it, it again. Uh, uh, I'm with you. Like around that. Um, that's maybe around the halfway point or a little bit towards um, like the th- going out of the third act. It did, it did focus too much on um, it focused less on Frida and more on uh, Rivera, which I'm like, come on, let's go back to Frida. Like when Frida's not on screen now, I say, where's Frida bring back Frida.
1: The movie's named after her. I, 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 I might not have these problems if they named it something else.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. And, and, and the name of the yeah. movie
1: is Frida.
0: Yeah, and I'm with So you.
1: I just, yeah, yeah, or at least give me her POV of these events. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm even getting that
0: right. Uh, and I agree, but again, the fact that it's her story in the very end, it is powerful enough for me to say, yeah, this, this, this is a good, this is a good portrait of her life, and I think her work. So it, it does work for me in the end. Oh, I also want to point out that the cinematographer of this is Rodrigo Pareto. Um, Does that name sound familiar to you, Siobhan? It definitely does. Yeah. It should sound familiar because he is a nominee this year uh, for an Oscar award for Best Cinematography. He did two movies last year. One of them was the number one film of the year. The other one was Killers of the Flower Moon, which he's nominated for. That's right. He did Barbie and Killers of the Flower Moon. So crazy yeah uh he did Frida good looking
1: movie too really good looking
0: yeah yeah it's a beautiful movie it's it's gorgeous but yeah that is Frida I think we've covered all of Frida uh score is great you know what else you know what other scores are great the scores are we to talk about now we've talked about our the movie of the week
1: scores of the year
0: yeah now we talk about our favorite scores of the year all right Siobhan why don't you go first
1: you want me to go first.
0: I want you to go first. Okay.
1: Okay, uh, Marcelo. So we had uh, like a week and a half, two weeks since we recorded last. Yeah. Marcelo was off at the Large Apple, and so I, Cookies, and I had a lot of, I had a lot of time to kill, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna prepare for this episode. So what I did is I went through my movies that I had seen of the year. I didn't want to listen to. And the nominees and the shortlist. And I didn't want to uh, um, listen to any scores that I had not seen the movie. Uh, I just that's just not something I like to do. Um, if I haven't seen an adaptation of the musical, I don't like to listen to the music. Uh, that's that's just me. I went through, and the movies that I had seen, And I thought might have interesting scores or if I could, if I could recall any of that music or be like, Oh, that's interesting. I wonder what that music was like. Um, I wrote it down and I expected myself to kind of just bounce through them, flip around, um, uh, maybe listen to a track or listen to like 30 seconds, skip, uh, listen to the names that popped out no that's not what i did i ended up listening to 17 full movie scores in this Hell last yeah. last uh, week and a half and uh let me tell you it was nice uh, i don't typically do that um but it was very interesting and it changed my life opinions on some of the movies and my entire life so Uh, After listening to so many movie scores So much movie musics uh, Here are my top five And uh, of course After I say the name you're going to hear a small Snippet of The music Yes So uh, here is my number five It is John Wick Chapter four Music by Tyler Bates And Joel J. Richard (laughs) Yeah, so that was a Paris radio intro. Um, And I chose one of the more fun uh, tracks to play. Uh, Now, most of the soundtrack is like this really hard-hitting industrial sounds, industrial rock. Um, And then it has a handful of tracks that switch it up, and I think those are what make it really special. And that Paris radio intro, that's from... uh, that's obviously it's like the the hook of the 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 radio channel in 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 uh, when Wick is running through Paris, and it's like this really cool like kind of seventies rock thing. And uh, also this this score was really good to listen to because there's like four uh, original songs peppered into it, um, and they're all damn good, including the the probably most famously the cover of uh, Paint It Black. Uh, that's French. The French cover of "Paint It Black" by the Rolling Stones. Yeah, I, I had a great time listening to it, and I, I was expecting more kind of like EDM uh, music, and I, I think I would get that from the older John Wick movies. Less this, less so this time, but like uh, it has, it just it's willing to switch things up and turn things on a dime for like uh, the duel at the end. Um, um, I believe the. I believe the track is called Ten Paces, where it's got this like West, like this light western motif uh, going through it. And then we do get that electronic stuff during some of the uh, action scene scoring pieces. Anyway, yeah, that's my number five, John Wickfett, chapter four. Uh, my number four. Here is the Iron Claw by Richard Reed Perry. Was Seishik from the Iron Claw? Um, So that that piece that I just played, that was more like, well, I'll just say overall, uh, I get a real like sense of optimism and uh, zest for life from this soundtrack, from the score, Um, and it's that same kind of like optimism against all odds that I think you get from this film and its themes. And uh the music really pulls that through the the score is like it's pretty, it's nice, and um it's it's inspirational even uh even though of all the tragedy that happens in this film, it decides to focus on the beauty of uh family and like what was had rather than what was taken. Now, that piece I played uh it's one of the more one of the more poppy ones. it's like uh kind of like. Imagine what an 80s wrestling show theme song sounds like. And they made that. They recreated that exact um, synthy, fun, uh, fluffy uh, piece of music. And uh, and, uh, that that one, listening to it, it it made me like the movie more.
0: Yeah, that's... Uh, uh, I was going to say that one score is one I haven't listened back to. But that movie... Iron Claw has been one I wanted to see again recently because it's been stuck in my mind. I, I I do need to rewatch that movie and listen to that score.
1: Yeah, I I would recommend it for sure. Yeah. It, it it made me want to see the movie again really badly. Uh, number three, uh, here is Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves by Lorne Belf. I Wasn't Always a Thief. Um, and I think that track gets at what I really like about this soundtrack. Um, it is a fantasy film. It is fantastical. You got that little... Uh, tw- um, like it-, it feels like the bard is playing that guitar um, as you're going along in your merry little adventure. Um, Lord of the Rings vibes, perhaps. Um, but more like what you should ex- what you should be feeling when you're playing your campaign with your friends of Dungeons and Dragons. Um it's really fantastical uh adventure it's uh magical uh there's a lot of delic- delicacy to it or delicate it's delicate. Does delicacy work as a form <laughs> of delicate I don't think so Delicacy? Delicacy? Uh <laughs> um uh, it's, it's, it's delicate with it. It's delicate. It gets delicate with it. It, it gets delicate and, uh, with it. <laughs> uh and then there's uh and then there's like the more battle scenes and uh uh darker moments that are still just as fantastical even though they're uh darker. It's not not as bright and poppy as the track that I played. Uh, now, uh, my number two. This is uh, from Master Gardener by Devonte Hines. <laughs> By Devante Hines for the movie Master Gardener. Uh, this soundtrack is gorgeous. Uh, I, I, I almost put it as my number one. Um, it's soft and delicate. See, uh, like a flower. <laughs> um, like it, it, it plays with the, the 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 like visual and uh visual motif of like flowers uh even in the score um if that makes sense (laughs) like it's really soft and delicate and feels fragile and then as the movie uh goes on uh things get a little more complicated and we start getting some synths that reckon that uh reflect that, some darker synth sounds um, for the track Withdrawal when I'm just going to say the a character is going through Withdrawal, I thought this was a beautiful touch that we lose that digital synth sound and we just have nature sounds in this like really pretty guitar and like I think something like that just shows how thoughtful the soundtrack is and like, even though things uh, things do grow dark darker as the picture moves on but like there is always a soul, there is always a real uh, vivid beating heart in this music um, and it's 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 helpful and it's empathetic and it's it's just gorgeous i think i will listen to this uh many more times
0: by the way delicacy uh you're using it correctly uh really yeah uh, uh an example sentence says here miniature pearls of, ex- of exquisite delicacy so yeah, you're right. Uh it, it's uh, sometimes it is, yeah, uh, uh more commonly used uh to describe food. Yeah. Um but yeah, you're right in in its usage. Uh you can use it in that way.
1: That is good to know, honestly. I I've, I've literally never thought about it until I just accidentally did it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> and uh here is my number one another that I shall listen to many times. This is Killers of the Flower Moon by the late Robbie Robertson. Uh, We are playing the track, The Wedding. That was Robbie Robertson with Killers of the Flower Moon. Holy shit, the soundtrack blew me away it might be my favorite album that I listened to last year. And last year was a year I got more in tune with music than I really ever have been in my entire life. Which is not to say I'm an expert, but, like, I was listening to more music than I usually do. Um, It is this perfect country album that, like, uses the sounds of the 20s, uh, but it's not afraid to innovate on them uh, and includes this... So, like, it has this, like, it's this really heavy use of percussive instruments and woodwinds and this twanging guitar. Uh, all of it sounds incredible. Just this really, this like Southern Gothic perfection. Like it's who man, it sounds so beautiful. The recording is fantastic. The, the, the composition is beautiful. Um, and we also have, uh, uh, native sounds that I will just assume are uh, Osage authentic. And it's it is something that like like that that twangy guitar can be like really bright and jubilant during some the uh, more fun scenes of the beginning of the film and then it can become like a fucking bludgeon like uh, near the end of the film in uh, tracks like uh, Tulsa Massacre, Newsreel or Shame on Us. Uh, where it just hits you so hard and suddenly becomes a horrific sound, uh, while still using the same instruments, and it's uh, it really is a goddamn masterpiece. Like I, I will, I will listen to this album a lot. Uh, yeah, that uh, uh, rest in peace, Robbie Robertson. Yes, uh, that is my top five. Anything to say, Marcella?
0: Incredible work, Siobhan. You definitely did put in the work. Uh, it does show some amazing picks, some amazing selections. Um, I will say, I did not do as much work. Hey, you were you were on vacation? I right? was. Off, I didn't yeah. expect that. Yeah, I, I was off in NYC, uh, uh, so I did not have time to uh, t- choose tracks or time code. So, l- listeners. Do the work yourself for my picks, okay? That's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, go to Apple Music, go to Spotify, go to your Zune, go to LimeWire, find these soundtracks, uh, buy them on vinyl, and 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 and, and uh, experience it on your own, because I'm not going to play it here. I was going to go through them. Uh, what I am going to do, that Siobhan did not do, is give you honorable mentions. I have four of them right now. Uh, Okay, my honorable mentions for best original score. Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, I'm I'm just going to echo everything that Siobhan said. It is a a last great uh, score by Robbie Robertson, um, who I do have a lot of affinity for because of of his work with the band and Scorsese, of course. Um, And I think this is a last great uh, work from him. So, yeah, Killers is an honorable mention. Godzilla Minus One, honorable mention... Does incredible uh, work by reusing the original Godzilla theme. uh, And it also becomes its own uh, unique score, too. But fantastic all around. That's Godzilla minus one. Poor Things, which I was hesitant about putting it anywhere on my list. But I will say, having seen the movie again, uh, yeah, it is an off-putting score at first. But it's beautiful at times. I think it's purposefully supposed to be irritating uh, at times. But then, yeah, it. I think when it needs to be, it's 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 emotionally effective, and uh, I guess just like the character itself in Poor Things, it, it grows and and becomes more than uh, uh, just what it is when you first hear it when or you, when you first see the character that's poor things and my final honorable mention the zone of interest uh not much scores used in the zone of interest but when it is used it is effective powerful uh, uh horrific uh michael levy they do amazing work and and i again it's not much score in the movie but uh if they release this on vinyl or anything i don't think it's even on streaming yet but i would like to he- hear it back just to re-experience just how powerful it is. So that's uh, my last honorable mention, the zone of interest. Now for my top five. Number five. No surprises here, if if you know me. It's The Killer by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Uh, I love the dudes. I love Fincher. This is kind of a given. Uh, When The Killer came out... Uh, I was just so engrossed by the whole thing and just re-listened to the score over and over, and it's much in line with uh, what they've done in the past with other Fincher movies. It's uh, it's it's low hums. It's it, it fills you with dread. It's pulse pounding when it needs to be, but it is a resonant ross score. They've done. Uh, uh, oh, go I'm ahead, Shabon.
1: Now I was just gonna say I did listen to this one. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Definitely is all those things you just said.
0: Yeah, Continue. yeah. And I was gonna say they. Uh, the, I think the other score they did is Meet uh, Mutant Mayhem, um, which which I do like, but I haven't really listened to as much as The Killer, of course, because The Killer is in my uh, top ten, so I do love the movie and the score. Another movie that's in my top ten that's featured uh, on my list uh, at number four is May December. Now, this is a tricky one, and I will tell you exactly why it's a tricky one. Um, the score is composed by Marcelo Zavros. And- oh, conflict of interest. <laughs> man. Uh, it's the only Marcelo I know who I acknowledge uh, ever, who has my exact name with one L. Uh, so, Marcelo Zavros and Michelle Legrand. Now, the thing here is, Marcelo Zavros is alive and well. He is a composer who's done other work um, as of late. Uh, Michelle Legrand, I believe, is dead. Um, he- here's what's happening here. Uh, so, this score for May-December, it's an adaptation and reorchestration of Michelle Legrand's music for the movie The Go-Between from 1971. Um hmm. But, uh, 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 but Marcelo Zavros did, uh, sort of add his own flourishes. It's not an exact copy, um, but it is very much like it uses a lot of the same themes from the movie, The Go-Between. And the, re- the reason why that is, is, uh, when they were shooting May, December, um, director Todd Haynes, uh, uh, uh used that score from The Go-Between on set. And they figured, you know what? It's it's great. So why not just basically use those same themes uh, for the actual film score? And so that's why, yeah, the, there are two composers on the movie. One alive and well and one uh, died in 2019. So uh, that is May, December. That's my number four. My number three, hey, it's a bit more fun. These two composers are alive. Mark Ronson, Andrew Wyatt for Barbie. I love Barbie, yes, and I love the score. Um, it, it 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 it's a it's the the theme of Barbie in the movie, and it, it stuck with me after I saw the movie. And and I guess it, it's not to say you know scores for comedies aren't great, but I just don't think they're as memorable as like maybe like a drama score or like a sci-fi score or like any other score. Um, but this score for Barbie, it works for me. I, I, I bought the vinyl as soon as I could. And similar to, like, this is, I hate going back to this, like how Argyle <laughs> used fucking now and then and then, and then you know, infuse that theme into its score. A movie that does it much better, <laughs> like a thousand times better, is Barbie. connecting its score to the original songs in the movie so it all works on the soundtrack side with the with the songs and the score it all makes for like one beautiful sounding uh movie so that's number number three barbie number two asteroid city alexandre desplat boy do i love desplat working with wes anderson um and desplat did win an oscar for Grand Budapest Hotel. I, just, I was reminded of that doing my research here. Um, and if you ask me, you should have got nominated for Asteroid City. Asteroid City should have got uh, you know, any nomination, really. And one of them should have been Score. Uh, and I, yeah, I, uh, it's it, it it does feel like Death's Plot has like a um, tone and a vibe for Wes Anderson, um, specifically, but I'm just so happy, like, it, it, it kind of falls in line with, like, how Wes Anderson has, like, this now, like, large, familiar players he's working with. And I'm glad Desplot is, like, right there beside him. Like, okay, I'm going to score another movie. Let's bring in Desplot. So it's just another very familiar but then very also uniquely Desplot score uh, for a Wes Anderson movie. So I love uh, his work in Asteroid City. That's my number two. My number one let's say it together here we go because it's 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 no surprise uh if, if 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 you're really paying attention it's oppenheimer oppenheimer it's ludwig goranson or i should or should i say Gor- goranson um but yeah ludwig uh, he's gonna win another oscar that's uh, I'll say that now. They'll say that later. And I- I'm glad again, kind of like how Desplat's working with Wes Anderson. I do like now that Ludwig is working with Nolan. Uh, they did Tenant together, which I love. Tenant. It's been said before. I spent two and a half hours trying to trying to convince Chevon Tenant a good movie. Um, I rewatched that over the weekend too, and they a big reason why i love tenet is because of that score so i'm glad they're working together i'm glad ludwig and nolan or 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 you know are a team and i hope to make another movie together because man is oppenheimer and its score um amazing in fact the score is my favorite score of the year that's it those are my picks the end siobhan yeah any thoughts <clears throat> Yeah, well, I haven't listened to
1: the Oppenheimer score yet. Uh, Well, I mean, we'll see if I do. Uh,
0: Fingers crossed. Uh, We'll see.
1: Yeah, uh, but I did... um, So Barbie, I kind of did... I did listen to that one, and I really did consider it for my top five. Um, It would have been an honorable mention if I did them. I don't know why I didn't do them. I'm not going to. I missed my chance. But Barbie, uh, really poppy and fun, you know? Like, I was... Surprised by it, or I no, I was not surprised by it. I was like, I, I, it was one of the few movies I could recall the music from pretty vividly, and I can hear it in my head right now. Yeah, that, that, that music. It is, it is catchy. It is fun. It is yeah. a great pop soundtrack. Really good stuff. Asteroid City, I listened to as well, and I was a little disappointed by that one. It's good. It's very good. It's just like it's maybe a little. Mm, what's the word repetitive um i think it uses a lot of the same it kind of plays that through a lot of the movie and i understand why it just wasn't the best listening experience for me um on its own so it didn't didn't leave a great impression on me but uh yeah marcella great list um thank you a very solo Pico list. I, I wish I would have listened to May, December. And I think I, I shall go do that now.
0: Yeah. Um, I, 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 remember the first time watching that movie, May, December coming uh, right when the movie ended, I'm like, God, that score's great. And, and, and come to find out much later that like, it's, it's just, uh, uh, a, a, a reorchestration of an old movie. And I'm like, man, I got to find this old soundtrack too. Hmm. But yeah, that, that, that was a surprise. It is interesting. Yeah. Um, but oh, okay. So before we move on, do we want to even mention best songs? Because yeah, do you? Did, I did. Did you make a list? Yeah. Well, then you, you go ahead because I I, yeah. I did less homework <laughs> with that, so <laughs> it's worth mentioning. I guess if you made a list, so go ahead. I Devon.
1: I definitely uh, also did less work here. But I again I looked into the um, the movies that made the shortlist and a few of them surprised me. So I was like, "Wait, there's a song from John Wick on here? Okay, I'll listen to that." Uh, so basically, that's I ended up listening to a good number of songs. Um, I'll give an honorable mention to uh, uh, the Paradigm by Lil Yachty for "Leave the World Behind." Uh, Lil Yachty had a great year last year. Um, I love I loved his album. Um, and uh, this is a very good, very good song. Uh, he 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 cut off a good one for this soundtrack. Uh, my number five, uh, I'm going to say Dungeons and Dragons uh, wings. It's Wings and Wings of Time by Tame Impala. Uh, we just got a good Tame Impala song on the Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves soundtrack, um, which is just weird to say. There's a good Damon Paula song on Dungeons and Dragons movie. That's weird. Uh, but yeah, it is, but it's good. Uh, John Wick chapter four, eye for an eye by Rina Sawayama. I, I I do, I, I do remember being in the theater. This song hits at the credits and, uh, I immediately pulled out my phone and shazammed it. And, uh, I did. Re- I remember doing that, and it's a really, really good movie. A uh, really, really good movie. It is a really good movie. It's a really, really good song. Really fun pop song that you can listen to over and over. And the John Wick soundtrack. I could have put multiple songs uh, from there on this. Uh, the Iron Claw is my number three. Uh, the, the song is called "Live That Way Forever." I did not write the artist. So I apologize for that. Um, it's really strong. It's like it's like this lost '80s power ballad. Like it's really awesome. Uh, I want to live that way forever. It's got a great hook. It definitely feels like something that came out in the eighties. Um, in a great way. Uh, my number two is something I would actually like to play a snippet from. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is, a. Uh, for the movie Master Gardener, this is Space and Time by Mariba.
2: Picture's
1: clear to me, I owe my life to even my enemies. Ones who have loved me, the ones who have tried. Grips on my heart and their grips on my mind. The strangers I've had, my mama, brothers. Friends and my father that got under I'm telling you now in case I must go. I want you to know I never wanna leave this world. Now that was Space and Time by Mariba for the Master Gardener. Uh it's a gorgeous song. I've listened to it a ton of a ton this entire year. It's really meaningful to me. It's a, be, a beautiful song. I really connect to the lyrics. Uh, has a lot. And it has some surprises. Uh, that that snippet I just played, where you hear the the drums come in, like it was a really strong emotional moment in the song for me. All right, uh, number one, killers of the flower moon was aze a song for my people. Uh, when this movie ended I was kind of i was i was like paralyzed uh its ends on such a sickening uh note and then this absolutely beautiful bright sunny day overhead camera of uh overhead shot of this uh, song being performed it's a pitch perfect note to go out on um, it, it gives you uh, I throughout, throughout, like it, it gives you this like sense of like you know, th- this, through all of this massacre, uh, this pain that we caused these people, that the the Osage are still there, and how it uh, segues into the credits, um, and we get like rain and nature sounds for the rest of the credits, like it is just inspired stuff, uh, really beautiful. <laughs> um... And those were my picks for best song, Marcelo. So, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Siobhan, great as usual. Good work. Uh, you know, in in the time you said all that, I was listening. Uh, and But I was also jotting down my best song. So now we have... Oh. We both of us have a top five best songs. I'm glad I can inspire you in that way. You inspired me only in this way, no other way. No, other uh, no, that's fine. Yeah, that way is what I wanted to yeah, inspire you with. Yeah, no a lifetime uh, uh, of you living, you you've in in, yeah, you, you've inspired one person, and that's me, making <laughs> a top five best songs list for 2023. And that's what I did. Okay, so I have a top five. Here we go.
1: A life well lived.
0: Life well <laughs> If you'll be in your deathbed, you go, well, at least I got Marcelo to make a top five best songs list for 2023 <laughs> on the Talk from Society podcast. Last words. Uh, all right. My number five best song of the year is Camp Isn't Home from Theater Camp. Yeah. Yeah. Good movie. I've uh, been meaning to rewatch it. Uh, made me laugh in a the theater and made me laugh at home oh nice look at us it's like we're living uh two lives separately uh so camp isn't home uh it it's it's a, it's a good it's a good punchline song at the end of the movie um i'll leave it at that for those who haven't seen the movie i, I think it's a funny movie um but yeah and, and and i and from my remember a little bit heartfelt so uh good i think it's a it's a it's a solid yeah, it's, number it's
1: five. Both things.
0: Yeah. It's things. It's a good number five. Yeah. Thank you, Siobhan. Uh, number four. Well, do you want me to put commentary on this <laughs> or
1: not? I can just shut up. I can let you do it yourself. No,
0: uh, Siobhan, you know what? You do whatever you want to do. <laughs> okay. I'm happy. Uh, either way. Uh, uh, here, I want commentary uh, from you for this. Uh, Dear Alien, who art in heaven from Asteroid City. Uh,
1: that's a kid singing, right?
0: Yeah, it's a kid singing. Uh, another okay. another funny song in a in a funny movie, uh, which is also more drama than theater camp, but whatever. Um, but uh, uh, you know, it was on. I think it was on the short list for best song at the Oscars.
1: It was, yeah.
0: Uh, I would have been happy if, it, if if it got a nomination, but it would have been a weird one <laughs> because it's it's like a minute long uh, for like a gag in, in a uh, Wes Anderson movie. Um, but funny gag. And a and, and, uh, funny song. I, uh, it's, it's so good. It makes my top four. So it's my number four. My number three, speaking of musicals, I mean, uh, did Wonka get nominated for anything at the Oscars? I don't know. I, I'll check as I talk.
1: I, f- I feel like it got something.
0: Yeah. It, it should have got something. You know, what it should have got, in my opinion, was um, a, uh, a Best Song nomination. Uh, I, I think the songs were catchy. Um and I just checked it got no Academy Award nominations, which is weird. None. It should have got costume. Sh- uh, yeah, maybe art direction. Did you see that hat? Yeah, of that course hat, it should have got. costume. Come on. Uh it's weird, but I I liked Wonka. I liked the songs in Wonka.
1: And that 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 one song like um pure imagination. It's it, it's so good. It's it's almost as if it's been in our lives for like 50 years
0: or something and it has and, it almost and, it
1: almost feels that way
0: yeah and, and you hear that song spoiler alert in Wonka it's so good yeah uh, but that's not yeah that's not the song I'm talking about here I'm talking about you've never had chocolate like this which, mm. which is a <laughs> okay all right all right this is a okay this is a <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> hey this, this, is, chocolate, this huh? is a family show all right <laughs> um but I I remember looking at the um, the eligible songs because I think each movie puts in like one or two they 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 choose they choose which songs uh, they want eligible for best song at the Oscars. Wonka, I believe, ended up not uh, putting up this one. You've never had chocolate like this, which I think is the catchiest tune uh, in the movie. Or either it went that way, or either the Academy. Uh, 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 you know, uh pared it down to this to another song. I sh- I think they should pick this is what I'm saying. It's it's more fun. Uh it's 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 a great moment in the movie and it's my favorite of of the film and it's my number three of the year. You've never had chocolate like this. It's so good I had to play it a few times after seeing the movie. So you know I liked it. Okay, that's number three. Number two, I believe it's uh, I'll go with your pronunciation, Siobhan. Uh Wazaze from Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, and I'm just going to echo what you just said, Siobhan. It's it's a powerful ending to a powerful movie. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I'm glad I got nominated uh, for an Oscar. Uh, that little, performance is going to be wild. Yes, it's going to be amazing. And um, yeah, uh, again, I'm just going to copy what you said. Um, so so if you want to hear what I think, just rewind and, and uh, listen back to what Siobhan said. My number one, of course, it's my number one played f- song of the year. I listened to this the most of any song from 2023, movie or otherwise. It's "I'm Just Ken" from Barbie. Uh, I love it. It's in my, f- I, 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 it's in my favorite moment in Barbie. Uh, the, the whole um, uh, musical sequence. And yeah, I, what more can be said? I, I love the song. There's no chance. I think at this point it's going to get an Oscar. I think it would, I think it deserves it. Uh, sorry, Billie Eilish. Um, But, but yeah, it's my favorite. Uh, That's it. That is my number one. Those are my top five best songs of 2023. Siobhan.
1: Excellent list. Marcelo. Uh, it is? Yeah. Choices in there.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And and you too. I th- I think we both did well.
1: Thank you. I, I agree.
0: That's done. So we can move well, on. We, we we don't need to we talk about well. any Yeah, we did well. So we need we should just go on to the to the final well, segment of the of the no, show. Well, where no, we I, where the gold derby game what? 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 What Siobhan? What?
1: Well I, I just we did well.
0: Yeah. That's
1: what I'm saying. I, we did well. I wanna see maybe what some other people might have done.
0: What do you mean? What are you talking about? So
1: we've got this talkfilmsociety dot com slash discord. No, it is the official Talk Film Society Discord. You can join. You can come in. You can talk about film with another, like with
0: like a hundred other another people in there. <laughs> with another person,
1: <laughs> with a lot of other people, and have fun. And I always go in there every week, unbeknownst to you. Uh, to our Talk Awards channel. And I ask uh, the people, please give me your picks for the topic of the week. That, that week, this, or th- this week being Best Original Scores. Um, and uh, also, I also said you can give a bonus Best Original Song if you would like. Um, and so we are going to do this, Marcelo. Uh, pack up your britches. What? Um,
0: Pack up my britches!
1: How dare you? We're going to hell. (laughs) Going straight to hell. (laughs) Going straight to hell. Uh, With our first response from Jay McMillan, the wrestling fan,
0: your wrestling buddy, Uh,
1: the Indie Spirit Awards voter. Yeah, you can have celebrity. We have celebrities in here. Oh my god! People that vote for the Indie Spirit Awards.
0: I mean i didn't vote in the indie spirit awards i've never voted for him and yeah I, and i'd like to that's yeah. one of my favorite award shows i mean we'll definitely talk about that on the show when it happens uh indie spirit awards uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look up when it sure. happens actually i don't know when it happens who's the host this year good question why don't you start reading jay McMillan? jimmy kimmel jimmy kimmel no uh
1: jay mcmillan uh he gives us his humble choices of asteroid city Marcelo i believe you had that one as well yes yes Godzilla Minus One, Killers of the Flower Moon, Poor Things, Zone of Interest, and this guy, this guy had some, just Jay here, he's got some real big balls. (laughs) Uh, He, he, for his best original song choice, he said the Super Mario Brothers movie,
0: Peaches by Jay. Wow, you know what? I'm surprised it took this long for it to get a mention, especially coming from number one Super Mario Brothers, uh the movie fan over there, Siobhan Irving. I <laughs> right. mean
1: I'm not the number one. I liked it. I liked it fine. Uh I think I did listen to the score, by the way, and it's good. Like it's like Mario music being mixed in with Traditional film score, you know, like Mario music used the Mario music, you know, and love the, 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 all that stuff.
0: Yeah. Right. And by the way, by the way, folks, I wasn't playing a a audio clip of that. That was Siobhan doing that tune when he gets the start okay that that Um, time was playing a clip
1: and uh that's uh it, it, it uses those uh traditional themes we all know and love uh and uses them as gamers and uses them to tie into like a more type of traditional film score and it's 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 It is interesting, honestly. Like, none of it feels like it could be in a Mario game, but it all feels right for a Mario film. And if I had done honorable mentions, it would have been on there. Gotcha.
0: Um, Okay. The score would have been. Breaking news Breaking news. The Indie Spirit Awards are going to be held on February 25th. Uh, They're being hosted by A.D. Bryant.
1: 80 Bryant, formerly of Saturday Night Live, interesting choice.
0: And also, uh, not that not that this matters, but I think it's um, I think you might find it interesting. You know her, her, You know who her husband is, right? I do,
1: Connor yeah. O'Malley.
0: Connor O'Malley, uh, one yeah. of the
1: funniest people around.
0: Yeah. Um, so I wonder if I wonder if O'Malley will will, will make an appearance at the Indie Spirit Storm Wars. the stage, <laughs> <laughs> go crazy. <laughs> Uh, let's hope so. Okay, so that was the breaking news. We can continue.
1: Uh, Joey, former uh, guest
0: on this show. Um, who we're, uh, he, we're still waiting for an apology, by the way.
1: I forget what, but yeah, we are waiting for you to apologize. Yeah. Um, uh, Joey, um, of course, animation head, you heard it. He comes in here and says, he comes in here with his with his, his fucking animated movie. <laughs> he says Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which I, I did listen to, um... And I was a little disappointed by... I was surprised. I was, like, in my head, I was like, this is the one exceptional thing about the movie. And when I was listening to it, it felt kind of... Uh... Basic. I, I don't know. Like, I was expecting more from it. Um... So,
0: Ant, uh, eh, wrong. Oh, Jesus. Okay, we don't normally do that, but that's fine. Uh, the killer. So can take it. The
1: killer. Uh, that's another one that I was kind of disappointed by. Ant, eh, wrong. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. His last three choices here: American Fiction, Godzilla minus one, Oppenheimer. I haven't even heard these, so eh, ant, wrong. What? <laughs> <laughs> So, Joey, uh, better luck next time, pal. Uh, but Wait. But he does give us...
0: What? Uh, oh, oh, sorry. Continue. If, if, if he has more, continue.
1: He does give us an, a Best Original Song. Okay, okay. Uh, he says, Camp isn't home slash the entirety of Joan Still, the whole original music, which is one track on the soundtrack of Theater Camp, and other favorites, Dear Alien Who Art in Heaven, Asteroid City, I'm Just Ken... Peaches, T-Rex from Nimona. I'm going to go back up here just a second. You can give a bonus best original song if you'd
0: like as well. (laughs) Mm. See, okay. I think I got five here. Alright, so... This is interesting. uh, uh, We've we've gone back to what Siobhan's prompt says, right? Normally you just go, give me your picks, and you want no number. You want no number of picks, but you specifically ask for a. a, best original song,
1: and I, I mean I, I, I guess he uh, he wanted to do a tie for first and then give four more, <laughs> which uh, all right, Joey. I mean I read him off. You win, right? Yeah, Joey uh, wins this round. Is what it's all about
0: for him. Yeah, he's, uh,
1: <laughs> he's the nicest guy. He I'm is, with Joey. Uh, you're oh, the best.
0: Oh, oh I, I have to ask this. Uh, uh, the Boy in the Heron does not list uh, anywhere uh, uh, there, does it, for him?
1: No, no. And I, I thought he liked the animation more than it, it's turning out he does.
0: <laughs> no, I, I I pointed out because I, I feel like I should have put The Boy in the Heron uh, somewhere on my list. Because uh, that's a great score. Uh, I just want to shout that out. Uh, I, I forgot about Boy in the Heron. Uh, maybe I should have added that to my list. And uh, maybe, maybe Joey should have... Uh, you know, go back and rethink his list and add that to his list too.
1: Joey, or uh, Joey, did say peaches, so I guess I do. Uh, I do appreciate him for that, uh, even though I think he made fun of me last uh, on that episode for even mentioning it.
0: Everybody <laughs> it did. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's fine. I'm not mad. Uh, he also forgot a hyphen in Spider-Man, so get fucked. Um, now down here, Noah Thompson. Comes in listing the composers. And he does so even before he says the movie. Wow. He says Ludwig Goransen for Oppenheimer. Uh, Naoki Sato for Godzilla Minus One. Wow. Alexander Desplat for Asteroid City. Marcelo Zarvos, May-December. Jerskin Fendricks for Poor Things. Marcelo? This, yeah. this list is not too far off from your
0: own. Yeah, good. I, I like those picks.
1: I got, I got to say, though, uh, if you think Poor Things is one of the best scores of the year, I think you're trisking your
0: Fendrix. <laughs> that is a play on the composer's name. Good job. A
1: play on a, a guy from another country's name. <laughs> a cool thing to do. Yeah. Uh uh, not the who's Tommy previous guest on this show Thomas Marinara Thomas Mariani host of Double Edge Double Bill in the
0: past nope. in the current past.
1: host <laughs> of Cinema to the Leather in the in the um present. in the present with uh, Brian uh, Andrade um, he Tommy he comes in here with He comes in hot comes in hot with best original song choices and whoa. he gives me five of them whoa. Uh yeah, no score here but we'll we'll get into it. Be- best original song, number 1 Dear Alien, Asteroid City. I believe he means Dear Alien Who Art in Heaven. Uh 2 Camp Isn't Home, Theater Camp. 3 Wazaze, A Song for My People, Killers of the Flower Moon. 4 I'm Just Ken, Barbie. 5 A World of Your Own from Wonka, Marcello.
0: I believe maybe that's the one that was up for an Oscar. And Tommy a, likes eligible. it more. I love the catchier tune. Sorry, Thomas. Um,
1: now, if we're, wa- I'm wondering why he didn't do his best scores, but it looks like he's about to explain. If you want my best score picks, tune into <laughs> the Cinema to the Letter Patreon for your own version of the Oscars called the L O C E Awards. Inserting this plug mainly to see if Siobhan reads this whole thing. Go fuck yourself, San Diego, from Anchorman style. Um oh well, you got me. Yeah, uh, Shavon wanted to play a fucking trick on me. <laughs> and you did it. Uh what are the LOC awards, Marcelo? What do we think that stands for?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Uh uh, uh letters C-
1: Well, okay, letters cinema. of Cinema letters. Eternal.
0: Yes, letters of Cinema Eternal.
1: Eternals. Letters letters of Cinema The Eternals.
0: Uh honoring the movie The Eternals. I believe that that. Yes, yeah. awards. Awards. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's it. Uh, so these are, these are these. So if you want to listen to another award show, if you're not wow if you're not sick, if you're not sick and tired of all these damn award shows, yeah, uh, maybe subscribe to the Patreon of Cinema to the Letter and
0: yeah. hear the Los Awards, yeah, the or or, or Loki Awards, maybe Loki Loki's yeah. the Loki's the Loki's, yeah. I mean. Uh, if, if, if you haven't had your fill after listening to a two-hour and ten-minute podcast here, yeah, go listen to more. Go listen to uh, uh, Thomas and Brian uh, 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 talk awards and hand out their own awards, uh, which we might do on this show. Anyway, oh, yeah? we can move on. Yeah. Uh, 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 more on that maybe later or, 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 um, or
1: not. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Sam shot first. Friend of the site, Sam shot first. He comes in here with... Oppenheimer by Goronson, he says. Across the Spider-Verse by Pemberton. I do believe he means Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. TMNT, Mutant Mayhem by Reznor slash Ross. I believe he means <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. American Fiction by Cartman. Oh, Eric Cartman did Eric this. Eric Cartman, Yeah. Um And Killers of the... Uh, he says, Wait, hold on. He says KOTFM by Robertson. I believe that is Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, So thank you, Sam. Another Killers shout-out. Uh, by, by
0: the way, no John Wick Chapter 4 shout-out from Sam. No, so
1: no, no disclaimer needed. Um, I'm sure it, it was hard to hold himself back. Maybe he's this, heard us criticizing him.
0: I was going to say, is this one of those things where... You know those memes where it says... Uh, uh, what, what would you, or oh, hold on, what would you tweet if you're being kidnapped? Like, is this like a, is this like <laughs> a, a, uh, you know, a, a sign, you know, he's being kidnapped. He uh, didn't
1: mention the John Wick movie. Is Sam yeah. okay?
0: So Sam, we're, we're, we're going to help you. We're, we're, we're going to send a rescue team. We will find
1: mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, down here. We've got a uh, former, uh, former guest host of this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the real Matt C., Matt Carione, filled in for me on, an, on a day when I was sleeping. Uh, he says his best scores. Oppenheimer, Flower Moon, I believe he means Killers of the Flower Moon, Asteroid City, The Killer, and Dead Reckoning. I believe he means Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning. Not part one anymore. I don't oh. know. Like.
0: Well, you know, I I I think on digital and, and Paramount and Plus, and actually it's still for part awards
1: one. purposes, that it still is part one. So you know, I believe he means Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Okay, great solid list. Uh, solid list from the real Matt C, former co-host of the show. Here's a new one, Tara, yet to chime in. Friend of the site, former host of uh the dream uh no uh current host, not
0: former <laughs>
1: <laughs> no it's not the one i'm trying to say though oh, uh, Going Helms oh D, yeah oh that's ho- host right yes, of yes, Going, yes one of the 17 hosts of Going
0: Helms <laughs> D, <laughs> okay you're right
1: along with sam shot first and you uh um let's see former used to do this with us where she would wake up <laughs> Along with you and I, and do the <laughs> talk over the Oscar nominations as they were being announced. That was fun. Um, you did you did
0: you did text her that morning. Uh, Ryan. I did. I, I was yeah. hoping
1: we can get an appearance, but it just didn't work out. Yeah, and uh, maybe next time and ne- maybe if they do another Oscars. <laughs> um, and <then laughs> next, uh, and then also current host of Dream a Little Deeper.
0: Yes, um,
1: yes our sister show. Now, uh, if you like, if you like Disney movies or whatever, it's a show I'm not allowed to be on. So, you know, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Tara, she says Oppenheimer flower moon. Of course she means killers of the flower moon. Oppenheimer again. This is unprecedented.
0: Whoa.
1: We have never had somebody list. something happened. twice. Wow. Twice. We will have to check the rule book on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Spider Verse. I do believe she means Spider Man acro- uh, across the Spider Verse. Yeah, you know, see, like there are two different movies called Spider Verse. Like, are you, are you just going to say Spider Man and then expect me to know what that means?
0: Right. It could How many be Spider
1: Man movies. Are there?
0: Yeah, it could be a Denny Elfman score. Could be whatever Joker's did the other scores. Yeah. yeah, the Joker. Yeah, it could be the yeah. Joker. It could be the Joker.
1: So yeah, she meant across Spider Man and across the Spider Verse, and. Uh, and then then uh, Asteroid City. Good choices, Tara. Thank you for popping in here.
0: Nice job, um, Tara. Hope to hear back from you for the final categories this season. Is that it? No.
1: What? We got one more here in the Talk Film Society Discord.
0: Okay. Cool JMA
1: comes in and says, uh, Everything else I would nominate has probably already been listed, but El Conde hasn't, so let me throw that one on the list, too. Uh, once again, not a competition. <laughs> not a- it's not about trying to get yours in first. It's about saying what your favorite movies are. But uh, hey, you know it's okay. It's nice to see another uh, – somebody say El Conde. Um, I haven't heard any anything about that movie too much really other than I saw some shots from it when it got nominated for cinematography and I'm like, damn, that looks good. Okay, Marcelo, that is the end of the Talk Film Society Discord. But All I right, have another Discord. Move on. What? Nope. I have another discord that I go to for some reason. It is the podcast Hollywood handbook. I go into their discord, their films and TV channel.
0: Now, when are we going to have the boys on the show? (laughs)
1: Uh, those, I, I might have tried to do that (laughs) with the Southland Tales show and it didn't work. Uh, great. (laughs) Uh, like they're in-demand comedy writers. It would be silly to think that we could have them, but actually, hold on. This person that we're getting a response here from, Edgar Allen Iverson, aka George, host of the podcast I was on it, uh, best little horror house in Philly, uh, did have one of the boys on it.
0: Oh, nice. Uh,
1: and Chef Kevin as well. Uh, so, so, oh. so two two of the three boys. Uh, uh George, he says, boy in the heron. So thanks, George.
0: Yes, finally somebody mentions it. I think the first official mention of the Boy and the Heron from the responses. Indeed.
1: Now, Stookman. Stookman, previous person that's
0: man uh, Dude, he By the way, wait, quick, can I just jump in here? Yeah, go ahead. These people have no idea we're reading their names on the podcast, do they? No, they know. Okay, but okay, that my next question is, how many of them have actually heard this show?
1: Um minimum one. Um, and one of them actually asked for a link today and I gave it. Oh, okay. So minimum two. Okay, cool. Cool. Okay. Okay. Uh, so stuke uh, he does something unprecedented. Uh, he, he comes out and he says, honorable mention for may, December. We can have a little fun with the score as a treat. Um, I asked him, do you have a mention or just an honorable mention? He says all of my mentions are honorable, but no, I just have that one. <laughs> so we have, we don't have an official vote for May December. We only have an honorable mention for it. Wow! But, but Marcel, I bet you're happy either way.
0: You got May I'm December happy. out there. Got another uh, a mention of May December. Great score. Uh, great person who said May December.
1: Yep, 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 yep. yep. Um, Richard Gear, solid. Um, <laughs> still funny they come in here with uh blackberry and they're excited about it exclamation point
0: i can't i don't remember that
1: score but i wish I you know what do it
0: I, uh, you know i i i'm glad this came up because after i saw the movie i was like oh i gotta i gotta listen to this score i yeah. couldn't find it i couldn't find it on hmm. streaming um it's not available but it's, it's a good one. Uh, the, I guess the only reason why I, I didn't put it on my list was I, I, I didn't have a chance to hear, hear it back. So
1: That's a shame. I, 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 I had that with a couple films as well, like uh, Sanctuary. I really wanted to listen to that one, and I just couldn't find it.
0: Weird. Yeah.
1: Um, and he uh, Richard Gearsolid, they also give an honorable mention of Zone of Interest. Uh, and they say, MP
0: 3 um, mm, Nice. I that's a joke is a joke solid joke
1: and uh finally lexi's in she says does trolls band together qualify this year because the music in that rocked yeah and uh so she says trolls band together
0: i will allow it i've i've mentioned before i enjoyed that movie and the music is pretty good uh so yeah points points <laughs> points Lexi
1: um and Stu man you did something unprecedented points um and uh, George your podcast is ending fairly soon so like you are going to need points in the future I think so we'll just yeah. give you some points yeah uh, oh and Richard you're Solid. your name's very funny so points 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 so everybody, everybody gets there points. gets points the people in talk wow. film society Discord mm, maybe a couple but it's not worth it to me you're on notice. Like, yeah, no points given out this week to the
0: Talk Film yeah. Society Discord.
1: Yeah. You know, I tell you, you know, not true. Tara, she comes in for the first time. Points to
0: Tara. Points, points.
1: Everybody else, uh, you're on those. Yeah. Uh, that is the end of the Discord segment. Once again, if you want to join and get made fun of and roasted for
0: no reason. <laughs> uh, why, why has it become this? It, it wasn't this in the I, I beginning. Don't, I don't
1: know. <laughs> uh, TalkFilmSociety.com slash Discord. Uh, We do genuinely appreciate uh, anybody coming in there and talking and stuff.
0: I've said it before. I love everybody there. Thank you for being there. Continue on with what you're doing, which is loving film, talking about film. Uh, All right. Next segment. It's the Gold Derby game. I did not have time to come up with anything else other than going to goldderby.com I'm going to quiz Siobhan on the rankings of both categories, best song and best score.
1: Oh, Jesus. Okay.
0: Let me explain what the Gold Derby is. Uh, Gold Derby game is where... I go to goldderby.com. Gold Derby is a place where uh, prognosticators, uh, uh, fools, crazy people, they go there to just say, okay, what's going to win the Oscar? Uh, And now, since the nominations are out they go okay out of these five or ten you know nominees uh let's rank them what's the number one what's the most likely likely to get the oscar what's less likely to get the oscar jeez i'm so, looking at
1: these scores this this is gonna be hard for me
0: here we go so i okay we're, we're going best song first right you, oh you no, ready best song that? first i apologize. Yeah. from five to one okay let's do it that way now you're going to rank them, and I'm going to just sit back and just let you rank, and then after you rank the the, the five, I'll come back and see how you did. Okay? Okay. So, uh, it, when, when you're ready, go ahead.
1: It never went away. Uh, nobody knows what that is. Um, John Baptiste. sorry, but uh, stay human elsewhere. That's my number five. Then my number four... Diane Warren's "The Fire Inside" from Cheetos Flamin' Hot, the movie. <laughs> uh, look, Diane, you keep trying and you keep getting nominated. At least that's something good for you. Um, number three, I'm gonna say I'm just Ken. Marcelo's favorite. Number two, favorite, yeah. was "Aze" a song for my people? Number one, what was I made for? By Billie Eilish.
0: All right. Uh, now to go back and see how you did. Let's start from uh, yeah let's start from uh, uh, number one, okay because number one, yeah, you got that. What was I made for? Of course. That's the front runner. You got one point. one point. Okay and might as well break it to you now. number two, <laughs> I'm just Ken is I'm just Ken. Ah, damn it. So that is uh, a zero for you. Well, number three is it never went away. What? Yeah. Yeah. So huh. uh, uh from American Symphony. Well, so my whole nope.
1: damn bracket's busted unless Diane yeah. Warren's next.
0: Number four is Diane Warren.
1: Wow, with, okay, was you don't you don't even got a shot in hell.
0: Yeah, so Wasazay is number five which is a damn shame because apparently oh i guess i guess the warren of it all puts her you know at number four because i what warren's yeah. been nominated how many times several dozen yeah
1: and uh, one of these times it's gonna be like no matter what the song is just give it to her yeah yeah i know i i think i think even her would prefer that it's not for the flaming hot cheetos movie, <laughs> but but maybe
0: <coughs> Don't worry, it won't be. Uh, it, it, it's going to be uh, Billie Eilish uh, winning, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So you got two points there. So, again, uh, the rankings for Gold Derby. Number five, uh, Wazaze uh, from Killers. Uh, number four, "Flaming Hot, uh, The Fire Inside by Dan Warren. Number three, It Never Went Away from American Symphony. Number two, I'm Just Ken from Barbie. Number one, What Was I Made For from Barbie? That is according to Gold Derby. Uh, so we'll see if that's right now for best score. Best score. Yes. Best score. Okay. When you're ready, go ahead. Start ranking from number five. The only
1: sure thing that I have here is number five, Indiana Jones and the dial of destiny by Johnny, Johnny dubs,
0: Johnny dubs. Okay.
1: Johnny dubs. You will not be taking the dub this year. Yeah. Um, uh, now from then on, Things get a little more complicated. That's what complicated. It number- it's complicated, the movie uh, with uh, Alec Baldwin.
0: Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. Hey, hey,
1: yeah. be careful. I'm glad I mentioned him first.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah,
0: otherwise, you never know what'll happen. <laughs> yeah. uh, number
1: four, I'm going to go with Poor Things by Jerskin Fendricks. Don't feel confident, but I'm doing it. Number three, I'm gonna go with American Fiction by Laura Cartman, uh, Eric's sister. Yeah. Um And number two, Killers of the Flower Moon by Ro- the late Robbie Robertson. Number one, Oppenheimer by Ludwig Göransson.
0: All right. Um, now, let's go back. See how you did. Let's start again from number one. Number one Oppenheimer. You got a point. Okay. One point. Yes. That's the front winner, according to Gold Derby. Number two, Killers of the Flower Moon.
1: Wouldn't the posthumous award be nice? It
0: would Wouldn't be that be nice, guys. Be nice. Yeah. Come on, guys. Come We're on. Get guys. together. Jesus. Uh Number three Poor Thing. Ah almost did it. And Almost did it. it. Uh, number four, according to... I'm uh, no, sorry. Number four, according to Gold Derby. That's right. It's Johnny Dubs. Dial of Destiny. What? Yeah.
2: <laughs> what?
0: Yeah. Number four. And then number five, Cartman. Sorry, Cartman. That's ridiculous. American Fiction.
1: That's ridiculous. I haven't even heard American Fiction, but I don't care. Come on. Yeah. Uh, we do yeah. love the Indiana Jones theme, okay? But it doesn't count.
0: So uh, out of ten, you got one, two, three, four. That's that's hey, that's better than last week, I think. That's probably my best showing yet. Yeah, <laughs> which is well, uh, no, it, yeah, it, it's not your best showing because remember when you got like, uh, oh yeah, we we're, were predicting the nominees on Gold Derby, and you got like fifteen in a row. That was great. Yeah. Uh, but those days are gone. So, again, just to, just to recount uh, the Gold Derby picks. Number five, American Fiction. Number four, Doll Destiny. Number three, Poor Things. Number two, Killers of the Flower Moon. Number one, Oppenheimer. So, that's it. Gold Derby done. And now, what do we think is going to win? No, no, not yet. Wait, 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 wait. You said show over? No, not yet. No, 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 no. no. Shut up, shut up, shut up. We have to pick what's going to win. Both categories. OK, so Siobhan, you go first. What's going to win best song? What's going to win best score?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. We're so close to when the actual awards are that it feels like a new narrative coming in and changing things doesn't really feel like it could happen. Right. So I'm almost forced to go with the front one. Front, front one it was. But you know what? Uh, I'm going to go with the one I want to see for score. I would like Killers to win. Um, I think the okay. posthumous award for Robbie Robertson would be very nice. Um, mm. Yeah. But uh, we'll see. And then best song is going to be Billy Iowash. What What were you made for? Winning gold, baby.
0: That's right. You're going to get two of those bad boys. Uh, what you do with them, hey, that's whatever you want to do behind closed doors. That's fine. Now, best score, Remember, best song. You so
1: talked earlier about seeing Spike Lee's 2. Uh, yeah. Oscars uh, about to be tied with Billie Eilish for most yeah. of, for for
0: Oscars for Oscars now ones. now do 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 people who have two Oscars make them kiss uh, or she could do uh, a little
1: Barbie thing she could be yeah, in a dark bar- dress like them a up. gold dollhouse
0: okay and I, I, I'm i gonna pick what was I made for Bill Eilish is gonna win I don't see that not happening and then for best score I think yeah uh, a Robertson win would be great but I don't see that happening because Oppenheimer is—it's going to be a gargantuan Oscar winner, and uh, one of those categories that it's going to win is um, best score. And I do think it's a good win because I, I think it's a—I think it's the best score of the year, if you ask me. And you did, and I just told you that like an hour ago. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it. Those are my; those are our picks. Uh, again, Oscar pool. Uh betters, write all this down. You're gonna win big. Uh bet big, win big. Uh uh take Siobhan's advice. Uh put put down the house, put down your kids, put down the wife, put all that down. You're gonna win big at the Oscars this year. Uh,
1: all right. Take out a small business loan. Say you're gonna open up a small business, don't do it. Take the money, mm-hmm. put it on put it on the Oscars.
0: Yeah, put it on Oppenheimer. <laughs> uh or uh, 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 you know, put it on something that is like least likely, least likely to win, right? And then if that wins, then you'll double yes. your money, right? <laughs> exactly.
1: Put it on Flamin' Hot Cheetos. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, I think that's it. We're done. Siobhan, great as always. Uh, any last words? Uh, no. Great. Uh, as for me, yeah, we'll be back next week for another category. Uh, Where I think we only have, I think maybe four left. Four categories left. We've got the lead actors, the director, and the pictures. Yeah. Oh my wow. God. It's going to, it's, uh, are, are you excited, Siobhan? Are you excited to end this series?
1: <laughs> we're, we are, we're, and we're going to be ending it out strong, too. We're going out with the most excitingest ones. So, like, mm. that's, that's pretty cool.
0: I'm on the edge of my seat.
1: I'm about to fall out of my bed right now. <laughs>
0: uh hey tuck yourself in go to sleep uh and make sure to wake up for the next episode siobhan uh all right that's it thanks siobhan thanks to listeners uh thanks to me uh and hey folks see you at the oscars nope i say uh, i never say that i say i uh, see you at the movies no i don't say that either all right bye